Geek Shock. Geek Shock. You know what? I do that shit to him all the time. Are you time. killing a cat? <laughs> That's the <laughs> spell ratio game. He eats balls. I want to. He eats balls. Tell me who eats balls. Balls. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shack number 125. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlar. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. Professor Biggs. Yay! Professor Biggs. <laughs> Finally. Back. The full house. A year-end edition, so it means it's kind of a best of. Just, yeah, we're just going to shoot That's the shit right. on this one. Go it's all year. the education uh, department can fund is one appearance from the... Professor. Yeah, it's all the stuff you don't care to learn about. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but first, a few quick things, uh, gentlemen. Uh, gifts from uh, listener Tara. Oh, oh yeah. look uh, at that, Michael. This is uh, for you. Oh, oh, read what that is. Curiosity Cola. Uh, Barry. Each one is named specifically for the person. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, full-bodied Shandy. And Jeff. Nickel Cola. And Paul. I got. Dandelion and Burdock. <laughs> <laughs> Dandelion and Burdock. Oh she my does this too well. God. <laughs> and, and, and I got the oh. key lime cream soda by Zuberfizz. Oh, that's good. Who is yeah, this I... terrible person? <laughs> <laughs> I like her already. She's a good. fan of the show. Anyone who gives Paul herbal <laughs> shit is good know, in my you know book. What she gave me? She's fermented botanical dandelion <laughs> and burdock drink with ginger extract. It's like three things of horror. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I don't like ginger drinks. She just wants me to drink and go bleh, bleh, bleh. Probably. Hey, what do you think I got? De-alcoholized <laughs> beer. Good. What's the point? The presentation, though, is fantastic. These yes. are really cool. I should Quite. correct mine. Mine is Nicola, like nickel. Cola, but Nicola, like is in Tesla. Nice. I pronounced it wrong. I, I realized it after I said Dandelion that. Dandelion and Burdock. Mine's so good. What the fuck is Burdock? <laughs> where's the, uh, where's where's the, the bottle opener? opener? Yeah. Bottle opener. Here we go. Yeah, Give me a little share for would you would you like a glass commander? No, I wasn't given anything, so no, obviously I'm not no. meant to have. I'll stick with the swill I brought in. It's, uh, hey, you can uh, have some Dandelion and Burdock. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I probably, may have some dandelion, bro. It's got ginger. I like so that. Sure. drank yours Holy. earlier. Yeah, so she, she, she probably she knows, knows about your diet. Yeah, she knows you got a diet grape soda, soda so she knows you're taking <laughs> care of. <laughs> His, uh, All right. Great. Right. Right. So, uh, I have a lot more of that. Am I the only one that hasn't got... Oh, yeah. Paul, yours, yours isn't open yet. Look, no, <laughs> it's weird. Open it. I'm sucking on it. I'll have some later. I'm sucking on a whole. It should be beer, but it's just not beer. It's so That's, weird. That's uh, curious, uh, curiously uh, tasty. Actually, right. since we do have drinks open, actually, can uh, I open with an ugly couch show toast? Oh, right. toast. Right. Sure. Now, this is going to sound like your typical juvenile, adolescent, ugly couch show rip, but this is actually an honest toast that I think needs to be done. Oh, so, Christ. even if it's juvenile, it'll fit right in with this crowd. To, <laughs> to Paul and Barry's moms. Two ladies who suffer more through guilt by association <laughs> history has not made. Here, here, here. We wouldn't have a show without them. Yeah. <laughs> really? You talk about them so often. All right, I'm going to try my cola here. Nicola. 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 
It reminds me of uh, the cane cola, the uh, the Boylan's, the cane cola. Okay. Well, that's very, not bad very, at all. Yeah, it's very tasty. Paul, what's yours taste like? I Men- have, mentholiptus. I'm, I got I got a cough drop in. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. All right. I'll put my cough drop on hold for a little bit. Cleanse switch around, switch switch around a little water. Your palate, the, and then I'll go into this. All right. Well, that'll give me time to read this email real quick uh, from uh, J-Man. Uh, it says, how dot, dot, dot. Are you doing? It's J-Man here, and one, who the fuck is Jen? I don't know. I don't understand this reference. No, yeah. no, no, Jen at the, uh, oh, the stakeout. okay, okay. Hi, yeah. Jen. Okay, yes, Jen, I'm sorry. Jen Dude, was go our, there, get a, get a cheesesteak. Yeah, Jen was our uh, waitress at the stakeout, so. Oh, okay. Very cool, very geeky, very into horror. Me and I both read that letter, we're like, who? I was like, Jen, 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 okay. Yeah, okay, right. now I know. <laughs> okay, so there you go, J-Man at a stakeout here in Las Vegas. Jen. And uh, two, there needs to be more babushka and angry old Jewish producer. Uh. <laughs> wow. I think you got three of them in the room today. <laughs> There's a sentence I thought I'd never hear. Oh, I and, mean, uh, uh, I think there needs to be more Dick Cheney, but that's just me. Uh. And uh, three, go fuck yourself. I happen to be part Native American, so eat balls. Keep up the good work. That's awesome. Uh, J-Man, how? <laughs> oh! Bad is, drink. is the part of you that's Native American the feather? Oh. 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 Damn. <laughs> I have another drink. I like, I like Next time you send us an email, you better send us a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> fireworks and casino chips and liquor. Oh, my God. It's like waist deep in here now. No, no, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much for writing. That's yeah, awesome thanks. to hear from you. And thank you for requesting and, and giving me permission to do more. Uh, angry Jewish producer. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what Paul all... needs. I, he can't function without it. Hey, that's why I'm in the arts. I need encouragement. <laughs> I don't know if what you would you do, I would call art. <laughs> oh, I would call it art of a kind. You there's guys, audience. Yeah, there's guys in Central Park that shit on themselves. Uh, they call that art. So, okay. all right, I'm gonna try Where a little sip of this drink. Uh oh, right. dandelion and burdock. <laughs> <laughs> If, oh, if, no. if you could see the face he's making. Oh, that needed to be a what's going on in my mouth. What a face. Oh, <laughs> he's crying like a baby that just got slapped. Oh, no. Look at the baby cry. Oh, God. It's terrible. Oh, what is your honest reaction? veins popping out in his forehead. I need adjectives. <laughs> I just took a sip. Oh, fuck. Oh. Describe the experience, Paul. Oh. In detail. Oh. Words, man. Okay. First, it hits you like really strong black licorice. Oh. oh. Then, right, I'm with you then. Then the herbal stuff comes at you, and you got like that elderflower water. I like that shit. Okay, oh. but followed on the heels of black licorice? No. No. And then finally, the capper, because the ginger root is fermented, it tastes kind of alcoholic, which I hate the taste of alcohol. So now I have the alcohol taste lingering in my mouth. It's like the devil's cough syrup. (laughs) I got to have a taste of that. Oh, fuck me. Devil's cough syrup. Fuck you, lady. (laughs) 
And Merry Christmas. That is some shit. Ooh. That is gross. Yeah, right. it's fucking gross. Yeah, that's got a right, that's got rotten. a strong licorice. Yeah, it's I'll, fucking rotten. Oh, I'll be a daredevil on this day. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh no! Maybe it's like I, I drank. It's like I drank a good and plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted, I wanted right. to take another sip. Here, get so I can get a picture of this one. Do it. I'm not taking another <laughs> sip of that shit. No. Right. Not, not until the right, devil's go ahead, making go ahead me drink it. I want to see your reaction. Oh god! You took a chug. He he. Oh, there it is! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was an incredibly delicious. Oh. What oh you, man! Did you not have, did you not taste it until it hit your no, gizzard? I, I took the chug, so it, it, it like took a while down to process. And, yeah, it was. Uh, it's uh, horrible. It was, I bet you I'm gonna love it. Oh no! Oh, all right, holy! Crap. I don't think so. No, uh, and, and I guess yeah, sip it because then you get apparently get the thing like right away. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I should like the aftertaste better. Oh no, the aftertaste like alcohol. I like the aftertaste better than all you, man. Oh god, the aftertaste is good. The yeah, initial little, flavor. Oh eh, no, the initial plastic. flavor. I was like, this you can, is not you so can taste oh. the, uh, that kind of licorice flavor, which no, no. Oh. it's yeah. like drinking a good and plenty. What the fuck? Yeah. Or those candies you get that's from in a mixed bag that you don't eat. And I think wow. the best gift of all is all the germs from Paul. I know we're, we're all now, know. now we're all, all now contaminated. I'm gonna start collecting. Worst email. thing is whatever he has, there's no cure for. Nope. <laughs> no treatment. My patient Zero Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> fucking viral nougatoo. Yeah, we're gonna start watching shitty anime. Yeah, and we're liking dick now. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse problems. <laughs> So here it is, the end of the year, guys. Hey. 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 What were your, some of your favorite bits of this last year? Bits? Bits. Anything. What'd you like? What Ooh, didn't you like? What didn't I like? Now, you know what? Let's, let's just do what you like. We'll get back to what you didn't like. You know, one thing that um, I got into, and I, and I it's we've all been into it at one point in time, but I've been away from it for a while. And I came back, What's and this name? season just feel, felt like... <laughs> 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 Dang. Again, guys, the recall sniz. my girlfriend listens to this every once in a while. And I'm coming out with any dirty secrets here. I've Again. been away for it for a while, but I kind of got back into it. Again, reason. Michael, we've all been into it in one time or <laughs> Oh, no. Well, that's for next year's toast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right there at the corner of Tropicana and... Uh, Hello! And every street. No, uh, I, I really got back into The Simpsons this season, and I really enjoyed it this season. Yeah, uh, it's just I just hadn't been watching it for a while, and I added it to my DVR again, and uh, I, I every episode I watch just I'm rolling, I'm laughing so much, I'm having fun. Yep, cool. I think Dana Gould's still producing that, right? No, he's not. He's not. Producing Is he not anymore? anymore? Nah, who's I don't producing know who he now? now? But hmm. but he's not. Well, it's a great show. I just picked up season fourteen with the uh, collector's edition. Uh, uh, Kang or Kodos, <clears throat> I guess, yeah. uh, box cover. Okay, they're still making those hard. collectors. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's hard to find. I had to, you know, search around a little bit, but uh, I've got all the collectors' cases so far, as I am a Simpsons collector maniac, as those of you who've seen my collection can attest. <laughs> yes, I, I why, can attest. Why do you spend all that time running around town looking for those collector sets when you can just? Get it on Amazon and usually cheaper, and have it shipped like two you don't, days later. It's the you don't, thrill of the chase, man. You don't know that it's the collector set. It, it, the, it it's the journey, it not the <clears throat> not, not the anymore. destination. The last time I looked on Amazon, they had the basic artwork, and they didn't. They don't specify, so I don't don't dare take the risk. And it's the journey and the fun. 
Plus, I got it just as cheap. It's the same. It's the same price. And I didn't look everywhere. I went to Zia. It was there. Got it. Oh, I didn't, uh, ha- I didn't have to go wild goose chase this time. I, I have not done my Zia trip. This Zia is the spot, basically. I no longer yeah. trust Best Buy. <clears throat> I haven't shopped Best Buy in ages. They're they're. It's really, for lazy people. Well, they're really cutting down their um in yeah. in store stock, which is yeah. suck. That's which the, which is. Just dumb. Yeah, it's totally count. Well, so if you go, I there, guess it's dumb. In, but if you go there looking for something and it's not there constantly, why go back? That's my. I haven't set foot in the Best Buy in probably a year. The last one I went to was like three, four months ago, and I was like, "What the what? There's yeah. nothing here anymore." Exactly. And, and and the guy was like, "Yeah, we're an experimental store. We're cutting back crazy. Like there's two rows of DVDs. What, yeah, the, what an experimental <laughs> store? Yeah." They said that this is kind of what they're doing. They're cutting back. They're mainly having it for They're tracking appliances. retail sales when they don't have shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, an experiment. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, makes no, it makes no sense. I mean, it used to be a I mean, they got plenty place. of DJ equipment. Yeah, what's up with that? That is ridiculous. <laughs> I walked in there and I'm like, wait a minute. What you haven't been in there in how long? I thought I was, I was in Guitar Center. No, I, mm-hmm. I haven't bought anything from there Aha! in forever. Okay. I've been in the store. Yeah. And... Frustratingly, that's what I do. I, I walk in, I look for something, it's not there. I come home and buy it online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> over and over yeah, again. You can't and not even on scan Best Buy your online. Phone. You can't even do your smart scan and order it from Amazon right there in the store. You have they to don't go, have the item for yeah. your scan. Yeah. The Best Buy's I go to, all, all, it's a bunch of emo kids that work there with the mop top haircuts and the girls' jeans. What the hell? That's the the personnel is the so main reason. As long as the girls are wearing the girls' jeans, that's I, I could care less what they dress like. But I will say the personnel is the main reason I do not shop at Best Buy anymore because they are fucking morons. And I do not say that lightly. Where's the M and M's? I got give skittles. him some I'm skittles. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, I I'm serious. I I was looking at something one time and they're talking to some customer behind me, telling them about. Uh, a device that I off the top of my head I, can't, I, I want to say it was like a digital camera or something and the guy's like oh yeah it's got this and this and this and this and I happen to glance over see the camera that he's supposedly talking about because he's got it in his hands and I'm like no that camera doesn't have that no it doesn't have that <laughs> no it does oh god you're a moron I literally had to stop what I was doing and walk away because I was so close to turning around touching the uh, person that was the, the shopper on the shoulder and saying pardon me you don't want to listen to anything this person has said because they have told you absolutely everything incorrect about that camera. Jeff, why didn't you, you do it? At. Jeff, I want to hire you to go into stores and do that over and over. Oh, over. Hey, that could be a new segment for the show. Could be, the yeah. corrector. The corrector. <laughs> Just follow one employee a day. Oh. Wear a cape, too. Oh. That is so good. Oh wow! 80s Jeff, wow. electronics expert. But in, in, in Japan, it would get it would get all the otaku confused because <laughs> they, I thought this show was a corrector. Well, he's not correcting anything. <laughs> oh, he just, oh, no. just tells people, people mean thing. Have another drink. Have one drink. Have a couple of them there. <laughs> this episode 14, I have yet to see his correction. <laughs> What's he correcting? Oh, what did he correct? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, oh. wow. The corrector. You know, we, we, what, what did we? we Good how story. Many, how Good many story. Native American <laughs> Don't stories give have we done where we get one guy who gives us an unhappy Native American fuck off? How much Chinese and Japanese shit has Paul done and no one has co- written in and commented and told us to fuck off? 
Why they would can't they? Look, they can't listen to the show. <laughs> the great, great I'm, firewall. I'm huge in Japan. <laughs> hey, hey, Paul, I got news for you, buddy. I'm huge everywhere. You're huge everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> huge everywhere. <laughs> hey, oh, right there. Hey, oh. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. New Year's. New Year's. I gotta. I gotta do something because Christmas time has been. uh, Woo. Lord. I put on a few pounds. A little harsh. I gotta pull it back. Yeah. I gotta pull the ripcord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, yeah. whoa. Pulling the ripcord. What's that mean? What's that code for exactly? Yeah. It's that cord is attached to my insides. <laughs> You've already pulled the ripcord. You're going for the reserve shoot at this oh, point. I tell you, it's, oh. it's bad. Yeah. So, but it'll come back. It, it ebbs and flows. Right now, it's ebbing. Barry, what was one of your favorite parts of the year? Uh okay. Um. One of my favorite parts of the year was all the new great board games that I got exposed to. Because, you know me, I'm a big old board game head now. You mean and Warhammer? Not fucking Warhammer. <laughs> no, D&D put out uh, the Ravenloft game and the Wrath of a Charlodon and the one whose name I can't come up with in my head. It's another one. These great like mis- board game board games that are like somewhere between board games and playing straight up D&D. It's, they're putting out great product. Product to rival like Fantasy Flight stuff. Replayability is great. I just I think that's one of the best things to come out of board gaming this year. Your nice. your favorite part wasn't interviewing the 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 Uber DM from. Uh... No fuck him. He gave Deb license to cheat. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Perkins, you're great. But for the record, you know, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's true. It's been nice board game tastic this year. Hell yeah, it has. I mean, Fantasy Flight's always coming out with great right. new stuff. You know, yeah. they came out with uh, the, the new Adventurers and the Temple of Horus, which is a great game. That's probably one of the best games I've played all year. That really? was so yeah. much fun. It's easy. It's quick. Get it. Um, what was the other one that they uh, came out with recently? I haven't played it yet, but I heard Mansions of Madness was pretty good. That's one I kind of want, just because I want to paint, you know, a Cthulhu beast. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have enough stuff to paint I right have now. Enough with freaking Warhammer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Jeez. Yeah, this, this, this was the year. Okay, I'll go next because that kind of leads right into it. This is the year I rediscovered Warhammer. <laughs> I was into Warhammer when I got out of England years ago in the 90s, and uh, it's it got stolen, so I guess got it, just kind of ignored it, went out. Now all of a sudden, Games Workshop found their way over to the States and have planted themselves in various game stores, and it's all available now at double the price, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Lovely. He's going nutty with it, too. He's got, like, an oh, app on his stupid. phone. I've, I've hit stuff on his tablet. Finally, you actually have the shit. I do, and, I, and I've got books coming from eBay, and I've been reading the novels. Did you pick up the new game? Uh, the... The the computer game? the uh, Yeah. The, you know what? The, eh. That was probably actually the seed that started. of me getting back into it. Did you play the, the Xbox Live game? I played the Xbox... The arcade uh, game. I, yeah, I played the... Not the arcade game. Did you play it yet? Not No, I played the uh, the Xbox full game. If you want to get the arcade game, which is much more run and gunny, okay. we could co-op that sometime. That would be fun. I didn't realize there was an Xbox Live arcade game with Warhammer. Yeah. Really it's good. Oh yeah. It's oh shit! It's yeah. on. It's, it's, it. it's, 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 it's like it's like uh, um, orcs must die, but without the. I don't think it's lane. like orcs must die at all. Okay. Orcs must die is more of a defense kind of it game. It is not. It's not. Okay. I th- I'm thinking. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's just because it's orcs running at you. No. Okay. It felt like orcs must die. It's more like. No, not it gauntlet. is more like more like gauntlet. Gauntlet legends maybe. 
Yeah, but Final Legends. The game has expanded so much. There's so many armies, so many ways you can do it now. They've got so much expansion rules. So if you want to do like city-based combat, that's there. And and going back to Space Marine as the seed, that game wasn't the best game. But I played through it because I loved its art direction. Yeah. I loved the fiction in it. The Just nostalgia. that gritty 40K universe that they've created. Just just wet my whistle to go into the real thing. And so now I uh, I have signed over automatic payment for my paychecks to go directly to Games Workshop. Good Lord. Every month. So <laughs> that's uh, yeah. when, we, when I was in England, um, we were only there for a couple of weeks and... We saw Games Workshop places all over. We went to three different ones. We're like, wow, this is gorgeous stuff. I can't afford this at all. Yeah. I, I don't know how they afford it. Yeah, you got you to save it. But again, again, to be fair on it, it is partially modeling. And modeling is not an inexpensive hobby either. Even the uh, Mobius uh, Ravel models, they start at about $25 yeah. and go up to 70 plus, depending on the model. And it eats up a big chunk of your garage or wherever you're doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, you will have to have a hobby center. Ours is the dining room. I've completely commandeered it. <laughs> we, had a, we had a basement table that uh, my dad got some old um, fake grass type Awesome cover, you know, like it, was, it wasn't even fake grass; it was very thin. Yeah, that yeah, guy, a little that, green mat kind yeah, of thing. Green mat, and 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 it was an old work table that he had. And he recovered that whole table, and that was what we used to play Epic Scale on. Oh, yeah. Epic Scale! That's that's another one I expect they'll re-release eventually. Yeah, Epic Scale I find really fun because it reminds me of um, uh, BattleTech. Okay, okay, yeah. What's Epic Scale? Epic Scale is where Warhammer as it is now is individual army members. This is where you have. Uh, groups of like tanks, okay, and and then large scale epic titans. Got it. Um, That's a one guy in your forty k size, about two inches tall. One guy in your epic scale comes in a five man, little, about a little flat, centimeter little tall. Plot. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's just the scale is yeah. more epic, epic. scale. <laughs> oh, well, if you will. That's quite now epic. I also found out there's this thing called Forge World out there. If 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 Warhammer is not expensive enough for you, <laughs> there's this side. I company. need a more expensive option. Yeah. This company called Forge World uh, makes extended pieces for Warhammer to be used in the game. They're all made out of resin, so it's a much higher grade material. And they will, they do make the epic figures for your Warhammer game. So you have, we will have this towering, uh, fourteen inch high figure for your game yep. that will run you about four hundred dollars for the figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but looks beautiful. Well, as we all know, I'm fucking off to Houston in about a couple weeks, and uh, I left what D&D terrain I have with Kirsten. So you're going to have to invest in some 40K and play with him. (laughs) (laughs) Should have seen the double take there he just did there, folks. (laughs) He's like, I'm I'm trying to give away my little uh, Warhammer uh, instruction book. He's like like an army recruiter. I am. It's like coming at you. I've got you coming at you. Have you joined a Warhammer army yet? I've got the Warhammer Watchtower coming out at you. The Necrons are looking for a new, uh, for a few good soldiers. Live in a box, play Uh, 40k. That was almost Starship Troopers over there. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I know what I'm doing this year. Thank you, Games Workshop, for once again destroying my paycheck. (laughs) What'd you like about the year? I actually, I guess this would fall under what to play. Um, I've been doing a lot of. cruising around the internet looking at the old school renaissance, the OSR blogs, which are the uh, all the grognards 
who... Okay, now you're not even speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm so nerding out, Barry's confused. That's <laughs> terrible. Wow. <laughs> these, uh, these are the people who love D&D, but actually love pre-AD&D D&D. Oh, so like the old tabletop, the, the, the red box, the or truly the... old, the the BX, the red box, the little brown books, wow. the OD and D group. These guys, um, there's somebody figured out that the OGL, the Open Game License for Third Edition, actually could be applied to to an extent to the older versions of D and D, and you actually have tons of retro clones of the original D&D game out there. Wasn't like, that good? Uh, Labyrinth Lord, uh, Sword of... Well, these guys have a real nostalgia for it. Uh, and, dude, there is a monstrous philosophy behind it. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of the edition wars actually can get really savage. I mean, you, th you, you think third edition, fourth edition? You should, see, you should see the little brown book guys going after first edition, you know, AD&D and shit like that. <laughs> really? Wow. It, it, it gets really, really crazy. Putting sugar in the tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking their grandmother's corpse. It's oh. just a whole... But, um, Putting the horse in the dean's office. <laughs> <laughs> but... There's also a lot of creative stuff out there. There are a lot of uh, blogs out there with guys creating some truly interesting stuff. And for those blogs where you can get past the hate or the blogs that don't indulge in it, that's one of the reasons why I like Zach Smith's D&D with Porn Stars, is he's, he's a, he, he doesn't even call it OSR as much as he calls it DIY D&D. Do it yourself. And he just advocates whatever rule set you're finding and liking Use it. Kit bash, mash up. His own D&D game is like fourth, third, first edition. There's a whole bunch of stuff that he just mashes up and throws in there. And it's really creative stuff. And uh, these guys, when they get tossing shit around, can be really kind of cool. There's all sorts of random tables and all sorts of stuff like that mm, like that those. I hope to use when, uh, when, I do, when I take over the Monday night game. Yeah. So they recently did this really fun thing. Uh, look for it. Any RPGers who are remotely interested, Secret Santicore. What? Santicore, <laughs> uh, S-A-N-T-I-C-O-R-E. And what they did is a bunch of these OSR guys actually just did a little exchange where they would email out mm -hmm. randomly or assign to people, I forget which, give me a table for this. Give me a list for that. Give me a little encounter. and and. They uh, did the exchange, and then one of the guys volunteered to collate it, put it in a PDF, slap it up there, and it's a free PDF okay. of yeah. about 100 pages. Oh, jeez. And it's... Um, Whoa. It's... Uh, Tables and... Yes, it's... Uh, I actually... I, I pulled up the, uh, the table of contents here, but you got, like, adventures... One of them from a gentleman named Jeff Rients, uh, R-I-E-N-T-S, who's a great, uh, great blogger, OSR design dude, has some great stuff out there. You got creatures like the Vat Spawn and a, a Goblin Alchemical Mishaps uh, table. <laughs> and, um, you need uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> encounters like Barbarian Tribes Weird and Grim, that's Zach's, and it's like a random table of Barbarian Tribe customs, so you roll randomly to determine what, how they dress or what they believe in, and he goes really weird and out there, and, mm. and so on and so forth. A whole bunch of, uh, 
really cool things. And it's a free PDF. You just go out there, you grab it. Go to D&D with Porn Stars and go through Zach's blog roll, and that'll lead you into a chain of blogs where you go all over the place looking at stuff. You'll find all sorts of tables, all sorts of cool creative stuff. And if you get past some of the hate, because some of those guys are such... They're really kind of pathetic in the way they lay on the hate. There's hate on the internet? Uh, especially, yeah, really. And amazing, isn't it? But um, a lot of creative stuff out there, and it's a lot of fun stuff to read. So I rec you know, that's, that's uh, I guess, my what to play this year. Fun. Go out and look at some OSR, do-it-yourself, D&D, randomness. I like it. I will check that out. Mr. Biggs! That's Professor Biggs. Uneducated. Well, I don't know. Um, I talked on the on the video show about the the new DC's new fifty two. So that I think overall has been a huge success. Being being an old DC nut myself, I really do like the direction overall direction that they're taking. That you. Yeah, that reboot brought me back into comics. So yeah. That was really good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, all, and, and all that stuff is really good. Yeah, and especially what they're doing with the second stringers, what they're doing with the Flash. And, yeah. Well, Green Lantern was already kind of up there, but Aquaman is awesome, Aquaman's man. excellent. Yeah. I love just... how they're doing, what they're doing with Aquaman. That yeah. they address how the world looks at the, the, the character Aquaman in, in, the, in, the, yes. in the story is the same way. I mean, the people there are like, why, why would you go to Aquaman? You know, yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Can't we call Superman? Or, <clears throat> oh, God, you know, he he saved some cops, and the cops were like, oh, I can't believe it. I'm never going to live this down. Aquaman saved me. <laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, they've done that in uh, Justice League, too. They just, he just ran into them. Yeah, Justice oh, yeah. League and, 4. And, and Hal like... Jordan is just running his mouth totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I will say, that what's really fun, we were talking about the, the Wonder Woman animated thing. Jeff Johns actually stole a bit from the Wonder Woman animated thing where Steve Trevor gets his foot caught in her lasso and starts telling oh, her all about uh, why he's doing this. Well, same thing happens with the Green Lantern. Yeah, and this he thing. touches he, her lantern. And, or, yeah, her, uh, hello. Her lasso. Well, that's it. Where is the lasso? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and he's all, so blah, blah, blah. I really just do this to impress people. Well, why am I saying this? You're touching my lasso. Ah! <laughs> Batman, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great. And the, and yeah, he's saying, he's saying, Superman can fly and lift this and this. I can do anything with this ring. What can you do? Well, really? Aquaman yeah, does yeah. this great uh, thing. Aquaman like, does his badass whoa, whoa, thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hmm, That's pretty All right, cool. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I really do like where they're going with that. And and the fact that they're tying in the the DC Universe past with even like through the present all the way to the future. It's all nicely tied in. Yeah. Really, a lot of fun. From like Demon Knights so to the Western. So all your has now been set. Oh yeah, and it started that at Comic Con actually, because I sat in on all those DC New Fifty Two panels and everything. Right. And every time they were talking about it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds pretty cool." And actually, one of those panels got me to put Demon Knights on my pull list because that was going to be one. I was like, "Man, I'll get the trades when it comes out." But but I picked it up and I've been loving that. What do you think about Starfire the Space Whore? See, I haven't actually read it. That was a week when I couldn't get into the comic book shop, and so I missed issue one. And, Ooh, and that's yeah, the one. And then it <laughs> went uh, through the you know wazoo so far as price goes, and everyone was talking about it, and I was like, well, when the when the re you know the reprint comes out, when the number one reprint comes out, I'll just pick up both you know then. Well, the reprint went sailing out the door before I could get there, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to wait for the trades on that. So I really don't know, but. The famous Paul uh, posted this thing. He's got a friend who also has a friend. And every week, 
their thing is they read all of the DC fifty two comics that week, okay. and then do uh, and then do a, 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 a synopsis, a vlog, a vlog, a video uh, log about oh. it from their comic book shop, and they go through each one. And they are loving Red Hood and the Outlaws. I, I agree. I love Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, and they said, for all the people that were like so disappointed with how they were treating Starfire, this issue, apparently, issue four is the issue one where, four, you, yeah. where you, you realize that was all kind of a joke. And that they are, in fact, playing up Red Hood and the Outlaws as kind of a comedy superhero action book. Uh, so I'm, I'm now maybe, I'm kind of... I don't think it's a joke. I think it is that, that there's something there. I mean, like, if you look at all these, if you look at the two... Other characters, you look at Red Hood and you look at at Arsenal. Yeah. These are broken characters with broken things. Yeah. What brings Starfire in, in here? And I think we're going to find that out. Uh, issue four kind of, but just begins it. It just gives you a little taste. Yeah. And See, that's, you're like, oh. And, and then, that's unfortunately one of the ones that I'm not following just because I missed the first two issues. That's that's one of the issues that I really love. And I part of the reason why I love it is because everybody else hates it and I can argue with them. <laughs> the yeah. The, the hate on Catwoman is like completely misplaced. Oh, Catwoman like, is great. Comedy. Catwoman's really good. Yeah. And, and like I mentioned on the thing, the, the one thing that I, I don't agree as much as, uh, again, this guy, Andrew Simic, who's also a big Superman, not like me, he is totally disappointed in the direction that all the super books are going. I'm, I'm not quite there, but I do think Superman is kind of mopey man. Yeah. Grant so, Morrison, uh, again. The Grant Morrison, man. yeah. The action I, comics is great. I'm me, personally, I don't like yeah. Superman. I think he's like... As he's been treated throughout the past, there's nothing interesting there. But Grant you Morrison are a always. Communist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but Grant Morrison always tends to make it interesting. Yeah. He always yeah. he always does something, and it, it allows me to relate to Superman where I'm normally not able to. Yeah, and and the good thing about that is, um, like I say, there George Perez is not going to be writing it after this first arc goes through, and they're bringing in Keith Giffen and Dan Jurgens, and like I was saying, I can't imagine those guys would. Keep the mopey man thing, and it, and it is an easy fix. It is a yeah. thing of, well, I was kind of depressed because the Daily Planet, blah blah blah. But now I can fly and I can do all this other kind of stuff, so I'm right, good. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying he's like living in the building while, while <laughs> Lois is dating some other guy. Well, they live in the same apartment and, and, building. And, and, and Paul, you were asking like, what, what is he smelling? Is her underwear? He's got super smell. Of course he is. And and, and super hearing <laughs> and super and hearing. Vision. He's listening through the walls. He's watching uh, it, probably masturbating while he's doing it. Which that's punching whole, holes in the ceiling. That, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's, so, whole, that's so, a whole Larry Niven uh, short story. So once again, Michael relates very well. <laughs> yeah, I, I can relate. I can relate to that portion, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but the, but like I, like I said in the in the video in the vlog in our vlog, uh, what they're doing with the secondary characters and, and the whole Metropolis world, I really love because that was yeah. kind of in in a world where our print media is dying out. Where what is the Daily Planet yeah, going to well, become? What, are, what are the Daily Planet? And they, do? They, they, there's yeah. a nice fix on that going on. So good. that's good. We'll have to put a link up to uh, my buddy Nugs. Uh, yeah, 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 and and again, those guys are funny. Nugs very funny. Yeah, and, it's hilarious. And, and they, yeah, and it's a, it's a great thing. I watch it every week. Yeah. So, so well, how many of funny. the fifty two are you reading then? I I probably I got I tried to get all the number ones, but again, there was one week when I couldn't quite get in there and do it. Um, and so I got almost all the number ones. I'm still probably reading. God, I I am. I'm still probably reading about twenty five or thirty of the titles. Okay. So. And there are, and like I say, what they're doing with the secondary characters and what they're doing with the fringe of the DCU is very fun. How did yeah. they end the old stuff? Uh, that was what Flashpoint was all about. Yeah. Flashpoint, Flashpoint was, things off. you find out that Barry Allen screwed up the DCU and, and when he fixed it, it got fixed, but things are 
not quite the same as they used to be. Right. Especially in the super titles. Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah. So Flashpoint very nicely said, here's an end to the old you, here's the new you. Okay, Enjoy. good. You saved me a bunch of reading. <laughs> oh, yes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, am not a, I am not a DC guy, so. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. Heathen. Yeah, you're a godless communist. As well. <sighs> it's a good time to get into the DCU. It, it really is. And they just, they did, they just published this giant, you know, you can sit your kids on it at the restaurant, thick, all the number one issues, all Did they all finally release that? Yeah. How, much, how much is that tome? Uh, 150 bucks. Oh. I'm actually considering it. Yeah, well, it's, 50, it's 52 number ones. Yeah. You know, so at three bucks a pop. Not a DC guy. Make mine Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Make mine Archie. Oh, watch it. Sonic and Mega Man titles. I know it's the wrong yeah. Archie. Archie. So, there you go. So that was kind of my big thing this year was the DC relaunch. Because, yeah, previous and especially with the. Oh. Because, of course, the rumor about why Superman changed so much as opposed to the Batman titles kind of picked up where they left off and all the other titles picked up where they left off was well, this has something to do with the Siegel and Schuster lawsuit. Part of me is thinking there might be something to that, but I also think that there that some of the changes happen because a lot of the similar changes are happening in the Superman movie coming out too. Okay, maybe. So, are so they going to make him gay so they don't have to <laughs> say it's the same character anymore? No. <laughs> Why not? That's only in your warped fantasy world. Oh, that's your well, BFF. What, what's, what's the big difference then? If Superman were gay, how, how, what would the story go in your mind? Everything would be the same, except he wouldn't be after Lois. He'd be, He'd be after, after Larry. Lance. He'd be after Jimmy. Yeah. Lance. Lance. <laughs> oh, oh. Lance or Jimmy. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Or maybe Lex. Yeah. <laughs> There's some tension. Well, there's a real source of the tension between. Right. Yeah, there is. There is that slashy <laughs> thick out there. So yeah, I'm sure. You're that guy at the corner of the convention. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, together although one of my of one of my very good friends does write slash fiction. Oh man! <laughs> oh my lord! Oh man! Why? What what drives a person to? I have no idea. I I I. Although they are they did go very slash in the new Sherlock Holmes movie. So did they? Oh yeah, the Robert Downey Jr. characterization of Holmes is very slashy. Hmm. So yeah, there you go. Paul. What'd you like this year? Uh, what did I like? Right. Well, I mentioned this before, and I've been thinking about it. And my favorite thing that I've seen this year was Downton Abbey. It's really that, that's yeah. Wow, that's it's high really really praise. good. And I'll tell you, um, I'm not the only one. What is it? No, Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey. Yeah. It's a period Go. piece. It's a it's a very you know taut six part, twelve part miniseries, nine part maybe. I think it's like is, it, is it even that long? It's six pretty short. Six yeah. or twelve. Six or twelve episodes. It, it, I think it's six because it's I like it's six, typical. Yeah. Typical. Uh, we, there's there's a second season already yeah. out, and the third is beginning, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but that's not here. So I've only seen the first season. But it is a uh, a period drama, and just superbly acted, superbly written, superbly directed, superbly scored by John Williams, and just yeah, out of hand, really good. TV, I concur. Like the best, the best. Um, and uh, I follow Simon Pegg on Twitter, and he is constantly tweeting about Downton Abbey. He <laughs> loves Downton Abbey. Yeah, loves it. And he's got a big thing crush on all the daughters. It's a, it's 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 it, it, uh, you know it kind of centers on these these uh, aristocratic young girls and their father and and the, the life that they live. 
and you know they have this life of privilege and then all the servants that serve in the house have this underclass life and it's you know everybody has real station in that time and it's it's very interesting very compelling and uh yeah it hit me at the right time I, it was it's just really really good i can't wait for more of it and one of these days i'll buy it all in a mega box set yeah. it's freaking awesome yeah season two is about to start in january i think over here okay yeah. okay uh you can see season one on netflix right yeah. now it's fucking great it's fucking great Jeff, what you got? Uh, I gotta say, uh, Batman Arkham City really has been, mm. uh, I mean, I everybody knows I'm a huge Batman nut, and uh, I absolutely loved Arkham Asylum. I just, I, I busted that thing out probably in like a good four days, and it wasn't, you know, that it was a short game, I just, I, I went balls to the wall with it, and uh, I just played the shit out of it, got it done, and I was just like, Wow. I mean, I was putting a good four or five hours a day into that thing, minimum, sometimes more. But uh, uh, absolutely loving uh, Arkham City. Haven't finished it yet, so I mean, hopefully it, it, there's it doesn't let me down. But it hasn't so far. Um, it's been really good, and then just getting increasingly good as I go up against the next villain. The story is 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 very engaging. Um, I just I can't say enough good things about it. So what's so, so good about that game is like you get in there and you feel like you're a hero. You know, you feel like you're Batman. It's like, yeah, I'm a button masher. Wow. I'm horrible at like fight games and stuff like that because I just jam buttons. But you can still do that and yeah. be a badass. And, and you if you're if you're good at combos, you can do that also and be an even better badass. But if you're a button masher, you're still a badass. Yeah. And, and, just, and the combos aren't like ridiculously difficult no. i mean some of the it's it's a lot of the times it's a timing thing yeah okay. but i mean it's it's pretty simple combos it's like a b a or b b y i mean yeah, it's, it's fairly it's simple it's not simple. like like yeah. street fighter or uh marvel versus capcom combos where you, you you've got like this endless string of buttons you got to push to do a combo right. um, and, and you're so, right it's more about the timing yeah in that I mean, it's it's like a lot of them are time or uh, counter combos where you know as long as you have the you hit the block button at the right moment and it like tells you essentially when to hit the block button. Right. So you know it's like somebody's attacking you, you hit the block button and then you do a quick counter and you can either and take them out completely him. or <laughs> or you do like a like a group combo where you take out like three guys at once. So I mean it's mm. it's it's pretty fantastic. Um, is there like a PC said, version of that? I believe uh, there so is. is. Yes. Yeah. I actually have both of them. Um, the PC version I got for That's free. Dedication. Well, yeah. I got the PC version for free because I bought a new graphics card, and ah. um, at the time I bought it, I didn't realize it was coming with it, and you know I was already planning on getting the uh, the the 360 version. Although uh, you ended up buying that, as I recall. Yeah. Because. But uh, sadly, I have not been able to play the DC online. Uh, it's going free to play too. I know. The going, it's there. <laughs> it is there. I cannot it, when it I do the character. I am. When I do the character creation, it, thank, thank you, Kirsten, for the, uh, the nose blow. So. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey a, man, we promised we wouldn't mic. do the <laughs> dealing on the, the mic, man. <laughs> you cut it up with a card. The He's last gonna... bit of nose blow. Uh. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's been one of the highlights of the year for me as far as geeky stuff. It's an awesome game, badass yeah. game. Goes I mean, up. you got Arkham Asylum was amazing. You got to be Batman, and this is Batman in a bigger setting. It was just yeah, that's the one. And you nice get to thing. go wherever you want to go and beat up whoever you want to beat up. It's it's so good. Yeah, I mean it's it's very open world. I mean it's 
I mean, well, it's restricted, but it's it's much more open world um, than than Arkham Asylum was because you can literally go anywhere around the city that you want to mm-hmm. go at that point. At that point, um, you can still come back to the story elements, but you know, say you want to do some more training so that you get better with the skills, you can yeah. go um, do the uh, the augmented reality stuff, you know, and and increase your uh, your suitabilities, but. Uh, but I love that you can just wander around and do stuff, and then go yeah. back to the story. Go back into the story, yeah. Although it does keep, seem to keep counting down the the overall time. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Take so, yeah. t- take your time with that. Right. You got that little thing going, you know? Yeah, it was like five it, hours, was four like two hours, two hours remaining. <laughs> oh crap! I guess I better get going. Yeah, I gotta go. There's so many games I have to go back to, but there's only one reason that I have to keep going back to it: Skyrim. Goddamn Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim has ruined me. It's, it's ruined my Gamefly You account. said it would ruin you. Yeah, no, it was right. Gamefly games are sitting, collecting money. <laughs> yep. All right, what is so much better about Skyrim than the previous games in the series? The dryness of the previous game, the floatiness of the combat, the lack of interesting story that kind of plagued parts of Oblivion. The, the main storyline sucked for Oblivion. It was the side quest stuff that was kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, Skyrim fixed all of that. It made it interesting. It, it brought power back to magic. Magic now can be badass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you can do... In, it has more of that go whatever, do whatever, be whatever quality that that series is known for. It doesn't have that tedious repetition of going through those Daedric shrines again, does it? No, it doesn't, because every th- everything is crafted. All the dungeons are handcrafted in this okay, game. Okay, good. Because a lot of the caves in the last one, when you went through five different caves, you've seen all the caves. When you went through two of the old Elvis runes, You've, seen, You've seen all the Elvis runes. This one, every new cave is a whole new adventure and with a new feel. And yeah, I I still get excited when I come across a new dungeon because I know it's gonna be a new experience. Cool. It's an awesome game too. That game. Woo. Are you yeah, still crying a... over the foxes you're shooting? Uh uh-uh. uh. And the house, the horse that cost me a thousand gold coins is <laughs> still alive. <laughs> still alive. Thousand gold coins, you better still be that alive. Fucking horse, that fucking horse is, uh, he's tried to die. He almost got killed by a Yeti. Howdy, uh, she's a fucking hooss. He keeps fighting wolves on his own. I'm trying to. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. It's like your small drunk friend. I run him. <laughs> I run. I run the fucking horse up a hill. I run him up a hill and I stick him there and I jump off and I go shooting at at, at, at wolves and then. But then, sure enough, there he's over and I'm like, get out of there! And he's Is he over there fighting the wolves. Yeah, he's fucking him up. It kills him. The horse attacking wolves. Yeah, man. There's something wrong with the AI. Yeah, he's fucking changing. He goes up on his hind legs. He goes, cut out. He puts the hoof on him. Does the wolf go, wolf, wolf, wolf? <laughs> the wolf, 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 wolf. And he goes, horse, 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 horse. Crunch. It's like Pokemon. And then I got, a, I got this girl that's been following me for a long time, and I don't know exactly what she's doing. What does she say? Girl, I, girl, girl. No. Girl, 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 girl. She's got an axe that's enchanted with electricity, so she keeps zapping everybody so I can tell who she's been hitting, but then she's almost dying a lot. And then my fire arrow is fucking up. My fire bow, 
I can draw it now. It mm-hmm. makes the whoosh fire sound, but it doesn't turn on fire and it doesn't burn people anymore. You have to reload it with soul gems. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) I should have known it was too good to be true. (laughs) Yeah, when you go into your items, hit the upper right button there, (laughs) and it will allow you to use a soul gem to repower your extinguished magic item. God damn it. (laughs) It's not like the D&D cartoon where you just pull back and boom, there's a freaking magic arrow. That's the game I want to play. (laughs) (laughs) And it's getting closer to that. Skyrim is closer to that. Well, here, well, keep this in mind. You've seen the enchanted tables where you can make your own enchanted That's items. That's where right? I did it. Right? As you get stronger in that, you can actually do it with huge enchantments. So where it will <laughs> give lots of burn and with like near a thousand charges. For So a thousand arrows, you'll have fire on it before you have to recharge it. So, Great. So what you want is there. All right. I, you just got to earn it. I already know. I can't. I already know you well enough, Paul, that you're thinking of all the charges you spent just shooting that thing at random nothing objects, aren't you? That's why you're so pissed, aren't you? No. I honestly have been pretty conservative with my arrows, but uh, but I but I, I am sorry. I didn't realize I was spending shit. I'm like, fuck, now. I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. So I haven't looked anything up on it or anything, but it's... <laughs> fucking deep ass game. Yes, it is. It's I so... just got to the temple of the Greybeards. Okay, and uh, they told told me all about how I'm teaching a your shouts, dragony dude. Yeah, great. I'm a lady, of course. Yeah, <laughs> my character's a lady. Shouty lady. She's barely wearing anything. Life right? imitating. No, art. she's wearing clothes. <laughs> that's that's new for you. On, it's, 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 it's cold. Art imitating life. Once it's cold get, up in the Nordic. Once area. I get my uh, uh stuff. no, but I, but the game metal, I'm metal playing where I'm naked as a as a as a day I was born is. Uh, Saints Row the Third, which is my favorite game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Played that thing for hour and a half, two hours last I night. I remember you and I hooked up and played Saints Row Two. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, here comes my character. He's dressed like a like a gang guy like would dress. Pimp. And then here comes your crazy looking <laughs> vampirous naked ass. <laughs> what the? F- she had monster. She had thigh high leather boots. <laughs> She looked like a monster, man. Dude, you haven't seen Torgo. I put the crazy face on her. You could do the crazy face to lock it in crazy face. Yeah, she had crazy face. She had crazy face, but then she had kabuki makeup, devil horns, and... uh, and What the fuck gang are you leading? Bare chest with with X's on her tits and uh, long leather gloves. She was awesome. My new one... Is awesome. I, you're I not just, playing Saints Row. You're playing like I just dressed her up as a pirate. Baseball though, so furies. Like, <laughs> she dressed up like a pirate now. The Warriors. It is yeah. the Warriors, man. It is. But I just dressed him a new one up like a pirate. She yeah, looks you, great. You, you need to see Torgo's uh, character Barry because it's it's ridiculous. He, he designed. <laughs> Tell me. Of, he designed some of the most ridiculous looking. So what did you does make it her look proportionally like? Proportionally all uh, fucked up too. Yeah. In the, in the thing? Proportionally, yeah, the face she's is really thin and. Emaciated, <laughs> like thin, big tits, like. Is she really? Yeah. Oh and, and, uh, fugly mate uh, face. I made my look really hot. I like. <laughs> I like looking at my. Re- well, what like, I like is you can, like you can really save hot. whatever you have. So if I yeah. want to go to a hot version, I can do hot version, and then go back to my alien. Uh, <laughs> Skis whore. Alien abortion. Yeah, yeah. This, alien abortion. These, these okay, long, well, skinny arms, alien looking. Yeah, it's, now it's bizarre. I don't feel so bad about having my Amazon Starfleet crew. And, uh, <laughs> 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 wrong Someone justified uh, making girl characters and lots of girl characters in uh, RPGs as saying uh, they'd rather, if they're going to stare at someone's ass, 
walking around a, an environment, they might as well stare at that's a his, That's his excuse. Well, that was that was that was the epic guys way back when Tomb Raider blew up. That was their thing. It was like if you're gonna have to look at the back of someone's ass, why not have it be a bird? <laughs> a bird. A bird. Yeah. A bird. That makes okay, sense, I guess. Across. Absolutely makes sense. <laughs> that's what I'd do it. Yeah, run around, get some that's, eye candy. That's, that's why, why she's a pirate. Good a, times. A, now she's a hot pirate. Skirt. Yeah. <laughs> and my, eye candy, run around. My get friend shot. was like, why does your character have no, no clothes on? And I go, why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Do it. It's so oh, great. Man. That game is so great. Oh, only got four missions left, and I don't want to play them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 66% done on that game. I oh, love it. no. How are you 66% done? Oh, side missions and on stuff. Saints Row the Third, yeah, and all yeah, kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. Was it, is it a bigger game than the second one? No. Uh, not in the main story quest-wise. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the DLC is going to augment that. First but, game was long. Yeah, the DLC is going to augment that at a price. It's still pretty long. Okay. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm 18 hours deep. And that's that's a lot for me in any video game. So I love cool. that game, though. So fun. Who else has got one to throw in for the year? I do. It's one of the uh, books that you reviewed, actually, on the show that I absolutely fell in love with. Uh, it can never be made into a movie. It's Ready Player One. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just started reading this. Oh, how do you like it? Guess what? It's, good. it's being made into a movie. Are you serious? Yeah. Serious. It's How is it movie. possible that this thing can be made Best into a movie? To there are so many 80s references of so many intellectual properties. It's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> if you're a fan of D&D, &D, 80s music, 80s video games, 80s TV shows, movies, anything geek of, oh, I don't know, Geek Shop? Uh, uh, show? <laughs> yeah. This is the book for you. Uh, how in the hell could they possibly it's, make... It's, it's called what? Ready, Ready Player, Player One. One. Ready Player One. Um, the basic synopsis is this is the really this is the penny tour. Don't uh, you watch the show, man? I, I <laughs> do. I did. And I, I remember you talking about it, and I just. In the future, um, everyone's kind of hooked into computer games. And yeah. There's one big computer game that everyone plays called Oasis. It's like super wow. <laughs> Um, there's all the games that are ever made are in this thing, and everyone's got their own little planets and stuff. It's it's nuts. Uh, people go to school on it, go to work in it. Most of the world is jacked into this game. And the guy who who designed the game is this crazy eccentric bajillionaire, and he dies. And in his will, is well, you can have all my 250-something billion dollars in stock in the company and control of this game that everyone on the earth plays. But you got to follow these clues to find the special thing and it's all like old Atari stuff and the uh, D&D. So, so here's, do you know which studio's making it? I don't. Okay, so one of two things gonna happen. It's gonna be a major studio that's gonna have plenty of money in the budget to license all of these things. Or they're gonna basically just do the story that you just told me without any of that 80s Stuff, that would suck. It is very specific because they go into not only into D and D, but the A and D, the D and D Tomb of Horrors campaign. Yeah, so, so they'll mean, come up with some. There's some great cross marketing stuff here. They'll come up with some great Tomb of Terrors I thing think from Atari. <laughs> I figure they're probably going to gut the story and just throw the name on like another script they have, or they're like or that, or yeah, because uh, well, you can't gut it. You happening. can't gut it too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a very beloved specific novel. Well, I just remember when they made the movie version of Wired, which is all about John Belushi. Of oh course, yeah. Of course, they couldn't use 
any of the real Saturday Night Live sketches, and they just kind of wrote their own, and they, of course they all sucked. Oh, yeah. right. Bit. But they weren't integral to the plot. This, these yeah. very specific yeah. intellectual prop I, properties I, are, are you're integral preaching, to You're the preaching part. to the choir. I'm just saying, if it's not a big studio with, with a huge licensing budget, they will probably come up with some lame-ass version of all so of now, Brother, this that? whole damn podcast is about us preaching to the choir that is ourselves. <laughs> exactly. <Pretty much. laughs> I like geek things. So do I. So, yeah, exactly. And we hate <laughs> really? it when people mess them up. I know. <laughs> How is he, he able to use all that stuff in the book to start with? I guess that that's just freedom of... Parody, I guess? I don't... Sort of, yeah. Liter literary license, I guess. Obviously okay. didn't have an issue. Because you can act yeah. because in the book you can actually mention the thing. Well, you know, unless there's song lyrics, because right. you'll see that. They have to you know, pay the that. Oh, okay. Be well, alive, he's, but, but he's also quoting movie quotes from specific movies. Quoting, well. like, Tomb of Horrors. Um, War Games. Zork. I don't know. I'd just, just be interested in how you get around IP yeah. jam. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, easier than we think. Not of, you know, None of us being... Great. Hollywood I hope so. TV producers. I hope yeah. it's true. That's uh, that was my read That's thing. That's a good, good thing. That was an awesome. Thing. Loved that book. <clears throat> Couldn't put it down. People like found myself reading it in bed until like three in the morning. I'm like, shit, I gotta go to work tomorrow. And then getting up <laughs> and reading it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that means it's a good book. I've been doing that with no Warhammer novels. I feel ya. No. I feel ya. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wow, that Warhammer novel stuff is really complicated shit too. I like My look through, look through a pile of them and I'm like, there's no sequencing. There's <laughs> no you just pick up a book and oh yeah, the followers of Horus are really pissed and wiping out planets in this the, novel. There are and, 17 novels in the Horus Heresy alone so far. Yeah, and yeah. that's just one series in the Warhammer book series. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But I have to admit, I'm a friend of mine. I'm I, I read it piecemeal, and I'm reading um, Eisenhorn. Okay. And uh, Dan Abnett, it, he's he's yeah. he's a damn good novelist. And uh, I have to admit, I'm impressed with the uh, because the tie-in novels generally the editorial quality. Yeah. Yeah. Because they need to they need to turn and burn them. Mm -hmm. uh, but whatever they're doing with Warhammer, they're they're eh, taking that shit seriously. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of impressed. I think they know the synergy that if they can get you with the novels, you'll probably mm -hmm. get the game. Well, you know, for a lot <laughs> TSR, when uh, there was a long period uh, in TSR uh, for D&D, &D, right around the time of second edition. Now, granted, it did have the nosediving collapse in 93. Mm -hmm. The books sold more than the games. Once TSR passed through its heyday in the early 80s, the, the novels were actually TSR's money. That's par part of where it's collapse happened because it had problems with Random House and its publication okay. and everything like that. So the tie-in novels in a game in a game setting in a game system are going to be a lot of money. Yeah, I remember uh, in in end of, towards the end of junior high and into high school, so like that 87, 88 to like 1990, 91 range, uh, they were, I, like everybody in school that was a geek was reading some D and D novels. Dragonlance was I mean, huge. I just yeah. I, I look over, I see TSR's in. logo, and I'm right. like, "Oh, what are you reading?" Yeah. He's like, oh and man, then, it's awesome. I'm reading blah blah blah. And then Salvatore wrote the Driz novels. The first one, Crystal Shard, came out, and that was it. Because yeah. that just, I mean, that, that took off. That has become such a fucking phenomenon. <laughs> NPR had that friggin' greatest science fiction and fantasy of all time 100 list, and people put 
Salvatore's Drizz novels on there. Wow. You know, they voted that on there. So. I think sometimes uh, it's a pain <clears throat> in the ass to run a game in the Forgotten Realms in D&D because there's so much history. Sure. And it's, it's very hard to... Um, it's very hard to put your characters in the same places because players will already know all about that place. And if I'm not schooled on it, because I don't yeah. really read the TSR sure. novels, I'm kind of fucked. So I like being in the Forgotten Realms, but I like taking it somewhere it hasn't normally been. Synergy. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm always that player that's like, <clears throat> like, I don't think that's how this tunnel ends because I read the the Dragonlance novels and this is what happens here. How are, how are you going to say that's Let me roll a die. Oh, I rolled fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what my DM, that's what my DM did also. Yeah. yeah. If I was to do a, a, a game like that in a world like that, like I've often toyed with the idea of a Star Wars game, but I would do that so deep in the past or I've read one guy, he did this flat out alternate timeline. It was it's something like the Battle oh. of Endor failed and Ben Kenobi was still alive and he was like let's take it from there and that's cool be. yeah exactly yeah. And, wow. sort of, and I was that's how I do it because holy crap yeah. man because okay uh never never winner uh just came out the new never winner yeah. thing and they even got a whole campaign setting around one fucking city yeah I can't ever set anything in that city because the books are there and it's just, it's just too much. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even buy that book. And like on our game, I said, okay, Neverwinter's over here. Oh, the road's closed. We're not going to go in there. Looking at Barry's fruit of stick, because Todd and I smelled that. We smelled yeah. the rotten fish, and we're like, eh, Neverwinter. Let's go over yeah, there. Yeah, I don't want to go to Neverwinter. This is a silly place. They, they, they sell coats here. We get a coat. Yeah, really. Did anyone here ever try to play the old... James Bond RPG. Oh yeah. yes. Oh, uh, because that I was, was my say, favorite. I know you did. That was my favorite thing on that. Is is and this happens exactly like this in the movie, and so does this, and so does this. But this part here at the end, that's completely different. <laughs> Matter of fact, live and let die. They are in fact two separate people. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, but what are you gonna do? So yeah, zany mm -hmm. fun, crazy. Well, all right, gaming, I will actually, what to, instead of what to watch, what to listen to. Uh, real quick, rpgpodcast.com is, is an art uh, podcast role, and you just roll through it, and there are all sorts of podcasts for RPGs and gaming that is up there. Okay. Actual plays, commentaries, reviews. Some of them, is there a category for some of these suck? Because um, I've listened to a few of those. Yes, no, there, there actually is not, and you do your mileage will vary. <laughs> uh, the ones I immediately recommend right now, monkeyinthecage.com. They're new. They're just coming out. They're just four geeks, husband and wife, two friends. They talk about their gaming experiences, and uh, it's kind of relevant, um, and a lot of game stuff, especially RPG stuff. Uh, a little more ugly couch show-ish. You want to go for kickedinthedicebags.com. <laughs> <laughs> they also win an award for a great opening. They have a beautiful wrap uh, as they open up. And uh, that one's pretty good, too. They actually get uh, kind of screwy and loose talking about games. TheWalkingEye.com, they do some nice reviews. They will do actual plays of games and then talk about the games. And they have even scored interviews with the creator of the games 
to talk about the games that they played. Okay. Uh, these guys, they can they can get a little artsy fartsy. They're the type who talk about story games as opposed to role playing games. Uh -huh. So they have that kind of mental attitude. But it's good, incisive stuff, and I like the way they comment. And then the last one, I just told uh, Torgo about this, the secretcabal.com. These guys talk about board games as well as role-playing games. They do very nice reviews. They actually play the games. Then they will go into a review, a walkthrough of the game, tell you how it works. I listened to them talk about Pandemic the other day. Okay. Oh, really? And then they... Um, go into their actual full-on review of the game, how they felt it played. They do tons of cross-referencing. It can get you into games very well. And then they'll talk about role-playing games in the abstract. You know, building parties, member synergy, stuff like that. Okay. So Philosophy uh, of. Yes, exactly. Member synergy? What the hell is that? <laughs> Come over here and you I'll know, show you. Get some synergy with my member anytime. Famous <laughs> Paul putting the sin in synergy. <laughs> so so uh, look at those. Taking look. out the consensual. <laughs> <laughs> so those were funny before. It was funny before. <laughs> yes, but it's, it's Paul. It's Paul. It ain't funny till the dead horse has been beaten right. to a bloody pulp. Fucking right. <laughs> So look up those podcasts, and uh, if you like them, tell them the Ugly Couch Show sent you. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Anybody else got something to throw in? Uh, My favorite read thing yeah. was uh, uh, Axe Cop. Yeah. Axe Cop. Yeah. The comic yeah. Axe Cop. My favorite Cop. thing to read this year. Yep. Yeah, you mentioned nice. that. Just hilarious. Many times. Based on that review, I went out and bought the first uh, thing, and first yeah, it's yeah. tearfully funny. Yep. And once again, for those out there who don't know Axe Cop, uh, he's a policeman with an axe. <laughs> Great. And, and he's uh, got his dinosaur. And, got, and dinosaur, dinosaur soldier is his, uh, <laughs> is his partner. Well, tell him, where does how, the story come yeah, from? How, how does such it's an a, idea come about? It's a five-year-old, now six-year-old, I guess going on seven-year-old kid, uh, playing pretend with his older brother who happens to be a cartoonist. And uh, basically, they just play pretend. He takes He jots down notes. And scripts out, and I get probably records some of this stuff because some of it's hilarious. that the kid talks about, yeah, yeah, and he just and just uh, he turns it into a comic, and it's yeah. really, really funny. I, I it's the logic of a child, and it's it's glorious. Yeah, I saw him at the Long Beach Comic Con. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, and were they both there? No, just just, him just the older guy. <laughs> just the older guy. Yeah. But he had pictures of them and and their toys, and you know, yeah. of, of them playing with the stuff, and then he, he's taking notes and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> and. Uh, and the and the, his kid brother actually drew out the map of the galaxy and everything, and so he just he took a picture of his iPhone and then you know he did his version of it. But he says yeah. it's all there, you know, all planets that don't exist. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that is it's, awesome. it's a ton of fun. It so, really yeah. is. It really is. And then the extras and the you get the trades because there's a lot of yeah. great extras in there. And yeah, Bad Guy Earth I think is the first volume. <laughs> What? Yeah. Bad guy Earth. Because yeah. <laughs> bad guy Earth is coming to attack regular Earth, and they got to fight it off. Dinosaur soldier sees it coming, and <laughs> well, that's it's an awesome. unfortunate name. I guess his lot was destined. What, dinosaur soldier? Why is it an unfortunate no, name? Bad guy. Bad guy, guy Earth. Earth. Oh, no, that's the, that's the yeah. whole planet full of bad guys. Oh, yeah. what? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just watch it, dude. No, watch it. It feels like a movie. Yeah. Who really cleans things? 
Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the bad guys. Those bad guy cleaners. They're too. bad guy doesn't mean they're not sanitary. Yeah, right. it's yeah, really Barry. Come on. But some, some people have to work for a living. Jeez. Check right. out Axe <laughs> Yeah, Axe Cop is. Has I, anyone played the Axe Cop Munchkin? I've seen. Oh, it. that's what I wanted to get. That's what I was saying. I knew there was a, a, a fucking Munchkin. I was like, I have to get that Munchkin. That's what it was. Yeah, it's Axe out Cop. there. Oh, Axe nice. Cop Munchkin. Munchkin Axe Cop. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking the logic of that it's very improv it's very improv because that's where improv comes from is from children's theater games except it's funny oh, <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll say this Snap. except except it's polished it's polished and edited that's what makes it that's what makes it shine but that's improv is essentially a tool unless you get really good at it and even then you're only hitting about 80 percent if you're no and mythbusters proved you can polish a turd Nice. Did they put actual polish on a turd? They polished one, yes. On lac with lacquer? Uh, With a freaking. I I think they put it in a a rock tumbler. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was like. How did they do this? Watch the episode. They they polished it to a nice shine with a cloth. Yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) What does a turd have to have a certain consistency? Why can't you just let me have my joke? You gotta break it down. You gotta break it down. I'm just saying, my diet does not allow for turds that would be easily polished. Rarely does a turd that I have ever ever lend itself to polishing. I admit, it's kind of cool imagining Paul just looking at a turd and just. Going, is this the, How the, the, is this the right one? This? Not that one. I need you know, to eat more. Try it again. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Eat more small stones. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to my aquarium gravel? Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll get it back. back in a minute. Ew, shiny and good. <laughs> and the fish can nibble at it. <laughs> it's like one of those ones you leave in the tank when you're going on vacation. <laughs> There's a there's a handy's helpful hints. <laughs> Want to save money on aquarium feeding? <laughs> Got an extra afternoon? <laughs> oh, no. That's all you need. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Yuck. How do you get over the aquarium? How do you what? Get over the... Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, you're fishing out of the turlet. <laughs> yeah, come on, Steve. Because oh, you got to polish it first. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just put it right in the, right in the aquarium. What, what kind of sick bastard are you? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think these things are right. No. Clearly you don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, we could always, you could always cut out the middleman and just make the toilet the fish tank. There you go. <laughs> and then when you come back from vacation, instant burial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Gross. <laughs> Any other favorites you got, guys? Uh, wow. A- actually, a friend of mine just introduced me uh, to the fabulous world of manga. No. With, oh, Lord help you. No. Uh, oh. With the uh, Sayuki. Oh, friend, I've got some recommendations for you. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, I'm try- sure you do. I'm trying to get the- I'm trying to get these Sayuki, and I will say, uh, and they're growing on me. And it's you know the 
the learning curve from trying to read books backwards. Yep. Has been a little. There's a little something to that. Daunting. And like it took me like a few hours to even get through the first one, and then the second one was easier. And of it course feels now, strange. I'm, yeah, now, now I'm getting to know the yeah. characters and. And I just finished the fifth book in the Sayuki series, and and of course, uh, she's going crazy on him. And I, I said, "So this is is this like a this is a, basically a Chinese myth? Because apparently Dragon Ball Z is also based on the same legend." <clears throat> and um, and she's like, "Yeah." So I said, "Is this like the is this like the Chinese Arthurian?" And she goes, "Yes, this is their big legend." And I remember you guys having this conversation back when Game of Thrones was on about. Mm. Yeah. Why are all of our big sword and sorcery things based in Western Europe, and yeah. particularly Britain, when there's all these other legends? And right. apparently this Sayuki thing is one of the big Chinese... Is it the, of, it's the Romance of the Three Kingdoms storyline? Is that what it is? It's like the, the same thing as as, uh, as a lot of... There's so many versions of that. Right. I think this is the, That's the monkey one. Monkey, monkey guy? Monkey, guy, monkey guy. king and the priest. Uh, but again... But what's fun about the Sayuki thing is that, yes, they're sort of all... Of course, it's a Chinese legend, but it's a manga. So yeah. it's J Japanese. Japanese interpretation. And, of course, and this author decided, you know, it's set in whatever period of time I say it is. So there's all the sword and sorcery going on. Meanwhile, they've all got... One guy has a Smith & Wesson, and one guy has a dragon that turns into a Jeep. So. <laughs> and this is why I can't get into manga. Oh, this is why I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's taken me a while, but I'm I'm really kind of enjoying it, which made of course made her very happy. So she gave me like six through nine, and then the next two books in the series. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be back in March. But so yeah, so uh, so yeah, I don't know that it'll ever be like, ooh, I'm going to foam at the mouth and go to the comic shop the next time one of these comes out. Well, but, sure. Well, I'll tell you the ones that are out. You don't have to wait. Yet, Death Note, mm -hmm. Monster, and the manga version of uh, Battle Royale. Okay, those three you'll cool. be set for a cool, long cool. time. And I'm also kind of curious as to the original manga uh, of Priest after seeing that movie, which was like, Buh. yeah, it was. Buh. Do you want to see what inspired the movie? Yeah, because I'm sure. Because I'm sure it's <laughs> better. Because the there's some ideas that were working pretty nice, and then I'm sure that they westernized it all and yeah. turned it into some other thing. Many people say that Priest was excellent, and then the movie, of course, the right. So yeah, so I'm curious about that now. But yeah, so yes, <laughs> as you ripe old age of 53, manga. Because one of the things I hated about manga was that all through like the late 90s, early aughts. Manga-inspired art in all of my regular superhero books. I was like, what the hell is this? What's with the giant feet? What's with the big eyes? What's with the right, yeah. mop hair? What? Superheroes have giant feet. Yeah, apparently so, especially if their name is Impulse. Sometimes they have no eyes at all. It's like a little dot on yeah. the forehead. I'm like, oh, is he does making he have me crazy. eyes? So, Where did his eyes go? So now that I'm actually reading it where it's sort of appropriate, because that's what the art style is, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. But again, in the Sayuki things, they don't translate the sound effects. There's like a whole glossary in the back of the you thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to do that. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I like kind of some of that stuff. Yeah. Like Paku Paku. Yeah. 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 And Nico like that's uh, eating. Yeah. Paku Nico. Paku Paku. And za every time they make an appearance. za. But they don't translate it. It's just kanji all in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paula, you're learning kanji from uh, reading your manga? Uh, no. <laughs> I 
I would dare not get any kind of kanji tattoo for fear it would say something like bacon radiator. <laughs> you should get a kanji tattoo that says bacon radiator. <laughs> no, I the English word tattoo that says bacon radiator. Why in the world is that embarrassing that you? <laughs> That'd be kind of a funny. That'd be a funny T-shirt to have bacon radiator and kanji. Yeah. Bacon radiator. There you go. With a with a guy. TM everybody, TM. don't even yeah. try it. It's yeah. like the Bacon radiator. That's if our kanji. You heard it here. It's trademarked thing. and copyrighted. Bacon radiator. <laughs> I have to find the website for that. Domain. Baconradiator.com. Yeah. Baconradiator. Dimes and donuts. That's available right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna try. Uh, right up there with butter smuggler. I didn't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder how Norway is doing with that whole butter. <laughs> and they're, sure they're fine. Heavy so. buttery treats. They, uh, not after the holidays. Man. I are wish they, I had the money to are buy they worse off random or are they freaking butter? domain names. <laughs> can we just send them a bunch of Amish? Then they can have some <laughs> Oh, I, no. I don't think their problem is they forgot how to make. No, fire. no, no! I'm not saying that. I'm just like. They, Are you suggesting to to... that Amish women lactate the Chernobyl goods? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Goods.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suggesting that it seems like the Amish. No, have actually, a, I've seen a, that website. A, quite a supply of butter, given their limited resources. So what you're saying is deport all the Amish? Is that? I'm not saying deport. I'm just like huh. extended loan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amish, America's indentured servants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get letters from the Amish. I know. I know. <laughs> and of course, it's going to be how the hell did you hear us? Yeah. <laughs> how did you know where to write? It's all the punks on Rumspringa. <laughs> you think you're slick, English. We get out once in a while. <laughs> All right, guys, let's turn it on its head. What didn't you like this year? Paul Mattingly. All right. <laughs> Eat a butt. I didn't like that either. <laughs> what didn't I? Yeah, really. Instead of Axe Cop, when it's with Paul, it's eat a butt. <laughs> eat a butt cop. Usually eat it's a eat a bowl of dicks, so, yeah. you know. Well, he's cleaning it up. I am. For the mainstream. I'm taking it up a notch. Guys. Please. He's never cleaned anything up. My, I'm staying street. I'm staying street. <laughs> He's keeping it real. That's right. Um, <laughs> wow. We, we always focus on the positive here. Right, yeah, we right. try to. to. It's hard to, to think about what I really hated. Oh, I know. I know what I hated. WWE 12 video game. Yeah. Garbage. They fucked the control system all up. I sold it back. Is so is that the one you were just raving about a yep. couple weeks ago? I bought it new. Playing? It's really yeah. fun to cut, do the customized stuff, but the gameplay itself is garbage. So I sold it. Uh, Made me so mad. Yeah. Yep. Hated that game. Really sad. THQ, you dropped the ball. Big time. And in the same year that they make Saints Row the Third, the best game. Mm. I don't uh, know what they're doing. Because WW11, really fun. SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, really fun, easy to play, smart, intuitive control system, simple, arcadey, fun. And this new one is just not fun. It's broken. The game Boom. is broken. Yep. Because I was. I game. was like, oh, I should go put this on my queue. Yep. And... No, it's a broken game. 
It's a broken game. You, you'd be playing a match, and everything is scripted. So you can't really play the match. So it doesn't matter what you do in the match. Eventually, you're going to hit Eventually that script. Eventually, you got to do this kind of thing, or you'll fail well, isn't the match. That, isn't that what the WWE is about? I mean, like Now it is. <laughs> yes, yes. And to, to their credit, yeah, they're trying to kind of play by the way that the, the thing goes. But that's not fun. To play, you know... <laughs> If they were yeah. if they were slick about it, they'd let whatever the result is that you win be, become the thing. But that, no, they've got it all scripted out. So no matter what you do, there comes points in the game where you have to do certain actions, or you will fail the match outright, and it's just not fun. And the controls, like I said, the controls are so whack. It's just ugh. made me sad. Hmm. Made me sad because I really wanted another good wrestling game. That is not the one. I will continue to play WWE tw- uh, eleven. Speaking of games, I'll tell you what I didn't like, I still don't like, the new Xbox dashboard, the new control system for Xbox. Oh, yeah, really. I don't like it. I, it's, it's not easy to get around and no. figure out what's up. It's I like not. the old one a lot better. I don't know why. Something about it drives me it was, bat It was shit. much more organized, because I was thumbing yeah. in there tr- the other day trying to find something, and I'm like, okay, this is why is this over in social now? This doesn't make any sense. If I want to see... It's not just cool. growing pains that we're just not used to it yet? Uh, no, no, that's, that, not, that's not it. It's I spent some time with this thing, you know? They've moved stuff around. And the, the friends, if I want to see who all's on, I got to go through this, I got to go through that, I got to click this thing. Now, before it was just you scroll up the friends and you look, okay, look who's all on. And it's not as cool a display with the friends either. Not really, no. I don't know. I mean, and then you could still shortcut it by hitting the X button and then just going over to the friends tab. But it's, it's like if you're yeah. already dealing with the dashboard, it's like, well, why can't I just do this and see who's online? They're not showing off the avatars like they used to as much. I don't know. No. Yeah. And then there's, and they're not as animated either. The that's avatars what I mean. Yeah. Really like, yeah. yeah, my Batman avatar is not swinging around. What the I hell? Paid, I paid points for that, damn it. Mm-hmm. I do like the new the new Netflix setup. I like how Netflix is kind of set up there. But other than that, eh. But that's probably on Netflix. They're kind of right? they're kind of focused. I mean, they really want you to use that Bing search, and they want you to yeah. use. Your oh, voice. I know. Piss off. Why would I use my use Bing search? Control because yeah. they want you to buy a Connect. Yeah, nah. they, they want you to buy a Connect. Sure everyone's got the Connect. <clears throat> and they, I don't and want a Connect. I don't have a Connect. I'm never going to buy a Connect. Probably. I'm never going to use Bing on my freaking Xbox because I have a million computers at my house. But they've done what they set out to do was put a Trojan horse uh, set top box in every house. I mean, I got rid of my cable, and I don't miss it a lick because of all the Netflix and other stuff that I've got with yeah. Wii and my. Xbox 360. Sure. So it's yeah. in there. It's integrated. Now, I, I, I couldn't fathom getting rid of my 360. That is my favorite thing ever. That's my favorite thing. game console ever. Yeah. Yep. Without it, hands down. Does it make you nervous for the next one that they, they oh, might step yeah, back? Oh, yeah, all the retrofitty weird stuff. Like, and, like, and fit, like come with my, Connect or something like that? The fact that all my live games could be reneged at any time, that's kind of disturbing, but mm. what are you going to do? No. Yeah, they can yank them, and you'd never even know it till you go. I was like, "Where's this game at?" Mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to the cloud. I know. That's kind of where, that's kind of where mm-hmm. we're at. I mean, we're cloud gonna, worms in the cloud. It's yes. just every every uh, every five or six years or so, instead of uh, a new console, you'll just have to rebuy what you've already bought. Well, it just comes down to the whole like the SOPA thing that we were talking about. It's you don't own anything anymore. Yeah. You spend your hard-earned money for like a game, but you don't own the game. You, you bought a license to play the game yeah. for a short term until yeah. they've decided that you no longer deserve that license. Yeah, it's gross. And then they can yank it whenever they want. That's basically what it's come down to. Mm-hmm. You know, the consumer has no rights anymore. None. Zero. Do I need to were say you, that that's what you, my, one of the things uh, I hated for this around? year? That'll work. Yeah, yeah that'll work. Uh, were you that'll walking the streets the other day? Because I heard someone mumbling that the other day. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 Can I have a daughter? And then he said Electron Paul. 
That <laughs> 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 definitely wasn't me then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one, and uh, those were Comic Con agree. Line Con. Line Con. Line Con. Oh my lord! What that refers to is. Comic Con San Diego this year was basically line con. You waited in line to wait in line. You did, man. And then you you got the privilege of getting in a line to wait in another line to wait in line. It was, I mean, uh, it's like the past couple years have been have been insane like that. You know, have been kind of bad like that. Like you have to wait in line early in the morning to get a raffle ticket. Yes. To to then come back later in the day to the Mattel booth or the whatever booth Mm -hmm. to possibly you know. So possibly get your number called, and if you get your number called, you got to get in the line to pick up the whatever the thing is you bought. And I, this year we, there's, we got pictures and all this kind of stuff of that's not the end of the line, and you see this thing snaking out right. into the harbor. Uh, well, into the harbor. If you don't like, know how to swim, you're fucked. Like, and it, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> then it becomes like a string of ants trying to get across a river. You know, then you got geeks on top of geeks trying to stay afloat as they're going over to Coronado Island is how long this is. And if you wanted to see a panel, you had to plan for the day in advance and get in line like butt-ass early in the morning, pretty much ruining your experience of the con other than to watch that one specific yeah. thing that you went for. Yeah, there were, I mean, that line that, that we're talking about that went out into the harbor, those people were there in that line to try to see, you know, at 10 in the morning to try to see the Big Bang Theory or whatever in this certain ballroom later that Wait day. Wait a minute. And later. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, oh God. God. Here we I'm go. I'm going to stop you right here. Are you yeah. kidding Just me? leave it alone. People were waiting leave for it Big alone. Bang Theory. Of oh, course. Boy. The best show oh, in the world. What? The yeah, yeah, that fucking show. You don't like that show. I love that show. Oh, oh, it's a great I show. I love that show. That no. show is like a doc. That show is this. Whoa. Whoa. The fact that you're woeing me right now Whoa. is proof positive that that, that show is this. That is, that is not. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> what you were saying is false. Uh, no, the fact that wow. you're telling me that what I'm saying is false is proof Actually, enough. that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, so I can't mount a defense. Well, <laughs> fuck can't. you, Biggs. You can't. Okay, that's the one part that you said that's not part of the thing. Yeah, exactly. I just don't like that show. Yeah, I love it. No, you don't like that show because you don't like the girl that's in the lead. You hate her so much, and it's, it sours you on the rest of is the show. Is that true? Is that true? I don't care for many of those people. <laughs> she uh, is the only you know one I ever hear you complain about. He's she like, is not the prime reason that I do not I like that show. I never said that. She's a horrible yes, actress. Yes, you did. I didn't, say, I didn't call her a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you said that fucking bitch is a horrible actress. I did not say I that. I hate that. I no cannot way. watch that I show. Like There's no way. Really cool, I never said that. She's not on the list, but I do like it. Whatever. She is not the primary reason I don't like this show. And I don't like the show. I don't like the show for those guys. And that horribly, that horrible misrepresentation of an entire culture. Culture. Not subculture. Culture. Once again, I point to this conversation to proof, proof positive that they're getting it exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Who in this I'm, room I'm is Sheldon? I'm with me, apparently. I, I they no. a whole episode about it. Sheldon had to get a ride. Get this. this My is parents think I'm Sheldon, so I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They, See, I've, I've been the, called, oh, wait. I've been parents a Sheldon, think you're yeah. Sheldon. My parent, my mother thinks I'm kind of like that, and I imagine a lot and of older people in your lives. That's the whole point yeah, about think I'm a like situation that, yeah. comedy. The characters are essentially extreme distilled forms. Yeah, and here's and the so other thing. all Star Trek, uh, all Trekkies are that fat, crazy guy with the dogs. Come on. No, all Trekkies are uh, varying different portions of those of those various characters. That's what it is. Yeah. Ah. And, and again, I go back to the, I was watching this. One I, I I dip on Kirk. 
<laughs> I got this one episode of, you know, I was sitting there eating popcorn, and this sequence of events happened in the show. Sheldon, who does not drive, had to get a ride to the comic book shop on Wednesday. I'm like, okay, cool. They know it's Wednesday. And then he had, and then they, he needed them to take him to soup plantation, me following, and I did a spit take <laughs> and went, I, I, who is following me? Because that is exactly my routine on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. So I thought of you instantly. I get that with that show too, and I and this is the other thing I don't get why these guys are such such naysayers on it. Because Whoa. I mean, I don't think. Yes, there are some times where they do take it a little bit extreme. Of like, course, it's and, a, and it's a farce. It's a comedy. It, yeah, but overall, they're very accurate. Like when they've played board games and they've they've been very specific with the rules. Yep. Or Sheldon will call somebody out. And it's like no, the official rules say that you're supposed to do this. And, the, and I'm like, I is. know exactly that person. <laughs> yeah. I've played. I know the rules, Nazi. Yeah. So. One of the, the, the thing that hooked or, me <laughs> was when they was when they talked about playing Klingon Boggle. <laughs> yeah. oh, I heard it like that, and it's like, oh come on! Like we don't know people who haven't actually made that game. Clean yeah, Klingon Boggle. Do it. you say that, but you know in your heart that there are people out there from the Klingon, Klingon Language, Language Institute. Institute. That Absolutely, they probably tried Klingon something like that. Exactly. Okay, well, two things. Um, one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this Good is, story. This hurts so. Oh! Oh! Fuck you! Silent <laughs> waiting for it over there. <laughs> okay, so three SBD. things. SBD. Uh, oh fuck you, that was one. Uh, <laughs> two, those guys, no, those four those four guys are completely unlikable. I, I cannot I like them. I cannot get behind them at all as, as characters. Um, at least the guys in There's Always Sunny About Philadelphia, you know they're all retarded severely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that makes it easier that to like so therefore, therefore they're endearing yeah. they're endearing <laughs> look at the four assholes with the bar oh. okay I guess. and two could, you know maybe you guys like the show so much because maybe you two talking to you Jeff Deep, I'm listening are, are real fucking nerds oh my god like really bad. Does anybody in this room really can? Are you arguing? Are you saying it? that the nerds like the show that poorly represent the nerds, whereas the less nerds dislike the show because it poorly represents the nerds? No, I'm saying the deep, deep, inexcusable nerds, the ones that give nerd them nerd <laughs> its name, <laughs> dig it, and the rest of us who <laughs> fuck women. Don't you know that nerd is the new cool? No, geek is the new cool. Nerd has never been cool. I always thought the two interchangeable. Yeah. Dork yeah. is kind of, I don't know. Paul, Paul and, what's and a again, geek? And again, I point to this conversation as Bruce Fox, but they're getting it exactly right. This whole conversation would have happened on that show. Exactly. It hasn't already. I think, my problem, I think my problem is that I'll go around and people so say, hey, you ought to watch Big Bang Theory. They're just like you. That's, Fuck you. That's, that's your issue with it right there. I think that's it. I think that it does uh, cut a little close to home sometimes, but I just don't I just don't like it. No, no I get it because I got people come up to me too going and say, I just saw their show Big Bang Theory and I thought of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, that. It's great. I, get that Fine. I, I get saw a giant polished turd, and I thought of you. Yeah. <laughs> my, my best friend Heather, who is beautiful, by the way, she loves the show. And oh, the one with a good personality. She is a beautiful woman. She's gorgeous. <laughs> right. Gorgeous, ah, gorgeous, gorgeous with a great personality. Damn you. I said somebody always 
we've had a couple of conversations in the show. I think he got prior. Did we determine how much your personality weighs last time? You brought it up. You knew this was coming. Yeah, you did. Just open that fucking door. She's gonna be here. Great. You have to explain yourself. What do I have to explain? I'll bet she is a fox. She is. She is a hot fox. Yeah. Rock and roll. Anyways, she loves Big Bang. She loves Big Bang Theory, and she calls me up and she's like, "You have to watch this show. This guy is just like you." And I'm and immediately I hated on it. Yeah. Just because of that. But I did watch a few episodes, and I got into it. Yeah, I like I like the references. I you know I look at it and like they shop in the right places. They, right. Yeah. they have the right stuff. And they, know do, what? And they do do good research. And, 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 and because yeah. it's produced by Warner Brothers, DC stuff all over the place. DC stuff yeah. all over, which is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. When Will Eaton was on the show, he said when he went into a wardrobe <laughs> fitting, they laid out stuff. They said this is something we think that your version of you would wear because he plays kind of the evil Will Wheaton yeah, on the show. Will oh my god, it's hysterical. So he goes, he goes. I walked into wardrobe. They had four or five outfits laid out. He said all of them were either ones that I have in my own personal collection <laughs> that I would wear or that I would purchase to wear anyway. <laughs> yeah. So they clearly knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And I will say it probably has a bit to do with making nerddom more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to oh. give it another day in court. Yep. We're no longer in the they're ghetto. They're not portrayed as losers by any means, Barry. No, no. these guys they're are. Yeah, they're very they're, they're they they're researchers at a university. They all have good paying jobs. I mean, they're not. You know, people. In the past live, couple of seasons, almost all of them have girlfriends. You are yeah. not your job. Well, but I'm. Oh just my! Saying, <laughs> thank you, Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> With the exception of one character, they all. None of them live. With their parents, they don't live in a basement, uh, and, and that's that, what I just said. With the exception of one, of one yeah, character, that one. and that is that is and he's getting married. That yeah. is just that whole that whole line has been awesome and hysterical. Yeah. So and they play that one off perfectly too, because you know he's got no one else in the world. So I right. mean, and I know people that are like that. They live with their parents because they have no one left in the world, but like you know, a single parent. They have no other family, and they stay you know with them because well. You know, they don't have roommates important. that they've had for over ten years. Is yeah, that well, what you're you know, <laughs> like oh. us. <laughs> but anyway, okay. oh, so so after before we got off on this tangent, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where we got. You here. were saying we're Steve? talking about LineCon. Oh, LineCon, yeah, LineCon. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that so, back. So we figured out that these people are waiting for this thing to get the Big Bang Theory at two o'clock. That they're at ten in the morning. And again, that line is going. And of course, the last thing in that particular ballroom is the True Blood panel. Yeah. Oh no! And it's like you people are going to miss the. In- you're going to miss all of Friday because you're in this stupid Just to line. Just see Snooky. Yeah. Snooky. Snooky. Yeah. Not Snooky. Wow! Wow! Oh my God! It's so different. Done. Has anyone done that yet? Oh, oh my God! That Snooky would be Stackhouse. Yes. Oh my God! That'd be <laughs> hilarious. TM, ladies and gentlemen. Oh TM. <laughs> yeah. Got to be a way to do a mashup video of that. The so vampires bite on it, and they all turn orange. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'd be awesome. Oh my <laughs> Snooky, Snooky Stackhouse. There. Oh, the, the, the worst thing about LionCon. 
of course, last year we all know about the thing where, where the people that tried to buy online, like me, were there with our fingers poised on the buy button and the computers kept crashing. Their servers Man, kept crashing. I had two computers that had the buy button on. Yeah, and so I didn't get in that first round. And I was like, well, this will probably be the first year I don't go to Comic-Con. And if I can't buy a ticket there, if I do go, get to go, then I probably will never go because of this server issue. Well, so sure enough, when they sold the resale tickets, Barry and Deb and I were all... Actually, Barry and Deborah, and they woke me up, and because <laughs> again, it was like we're gonna we're tell you it's gonna happen soon. It's gonna happen soon. It might happen tomorrow. It's happening we right now. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's happening right now. Who? What? Who? And so, um, so I was able to get tickets. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna make that mistake again this year. I'm gonna get my tickets at the con. Well, very smartly, very, I don't know, they. I think happily decided that they were not going to sell out at the con. They were only going to sell a certain amount of tickets each day, each certain amount of four <laughs> four day tickets each day. And so, sure enough, uh, we one morning we get up and I was like, okay, well let's get up really early, go to the thing, and then I'll spend like a couple of hours, you know, going in and getting my tickets for next year and fine. So we get there, we get to the front of the line. The front of the line, they've actually already let everyone into the ticket buying place for that day and they have sold out for that day. The front of the line was to be in line for the next morning. Oh my God. <laughs> and there were people already there. Waiting in line to be in line the next day. Yeah, waiting in line to be in line the next day. What are they going to do the next con? I, I know. It's Line Con. It's Line Con. Oh my it's God. all about Line Con. This is, why, line. Yep. this is why next year we all meet at PowerCon ThunderCon and have a good yeah. time with well, some room to breathe. Or DragonCon. Or, yep, no or lines. I will cool. say the the Long Beach Comic Con has has a very late 70s, early 80s feel to it. It's They get about, I'm guessing... Three, four, five thousand people show up to it. Yeah. They have panels covering everything. You it's can about get the books. into everything. Yeah, it's about the books. Uh, they do have the robot chicken guys show up. They have you know a couple of you know fringy TV shows and fringy mm-hmm. movie people show up. But not fringe, fringe. just fringe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All it's all stuff. about exactly. It's all about uh, um, fringe. Uh, it's about Joshua, space or something. Joshua Jackson and Anator. <laughs> Blarf. <laughs> Uh, Here's but, another show. Let's oh not even God, start. Here we go. No, I'm going to fuck Alcatraz. I'm going to say it now. <laughs> that oh, left really? such a bad taste in my mouth during that interview. Yeah. I know he said. Oh, yeah. I know he wouldn't say anything back then, but we, we got we got treated pretty shitty fuck at him. that. So yeah. I have no interest Only in Alcatraz. Only by that one guy. So long yeah, yeah. by that one guy ruined it for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I all the other people, interviews we did were really really nice. Yeah. So. The the actors and so on great. Director is a son of a bitch. Yeah, his his issue with for those we have never really told the story, and we're not going to get into too much detail. But his thing was that we didn't we didn't know who he was, and we weren't in the panel. And it's like we can't go to the panel when we do these interviews. We are in the press room prepping and getting ready while they're on stage, mm. so we're not in the panels. And mm. they, for some reason, several of the people that we, when we do these interviews, they come into the press room and like, oh, did you see the panel? And we're like. No, we're in here waiting for you. You know, they, yeah. they they don't get that we can't go from that giant room with our cameras, right. run in there, get set up, and be ready to do the interviews with them. So they Certainly. they're under the impression that we've already seen. So when we yeah. ask them a question that they've already fielded on stage, it's not because we're trying to get you know 
on their bad side, it's because we're not aware of what they've already been asked. Well, this right. dumb shit and, got you know, uppity with us and just yeah. left the yeah. interview. Yeah. Yeah. He walked off camera. Yeah. Basically, when I asked him to tell us what Alcatraz was about, basically because... You know, at the time, it's very few people did know. Oh yeah, well, you know, yeah. I, I'm talking, I'm talking about, you know, fans of our show who still knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't do, know what Alcatraz <clears throat> is, or and I tried to get him to say, "What was your feeling when you first read the script?" Is it canceled already? No, it's it's coming it, out. It, it, it's January, January, like, like, well, uh, starts January. January. Yeah. Good luck. Now, it's it starts in uh, March. Okay. Yeah, take that. <laughs> take that. Not, <laughs> not fielding our questions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! What else? Do I, I will say that once I made up my mind that well, screw it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a part of LionCon. A couple of things actually kind of fun happened because uh, a friend. I saw a friend of mine there, and he said, "He said, oh, you didn't wait in that line, did you? As soon as I let all the people in, they still had plenty of seats left. So I just walked right in. I was like, really? So if there were a few panels that I was like, oh, this line's ridiculous. I'll show up again at the beginning of the thing and try to get. In. Sure enough, there were like three or four. I was just like, ooh, fuck it. I'll just walk right in. So that's a little bit of a safety tip for you. But otherwise, yeah, man, don't spend your Comic-Con in line. For Barry sake. did that for the 2009 Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams film. I waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited in that line. Yeah. This is the only thing that I'm like, I'm, this is the only thing I will even possibly wait in line for. Yeah. I literally got like 10 people from the front of the line, and they cut the line saying, this is it, folks. We're, you know, we're at capacity. Anyone else that's in line for this, you know, I'm sorry, you're not getting in. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll just go wander the floor, see what's up. Barry, <laughs> I meet up with him later in that day. He's like, oh, I got there. There was no line. It was like in Hall H. He's yeah. like, I got there. There was no line. So I just walked right in. I'm like, well, what time did you get there? He's like, well, I think it was like five minutes, ten minutes after it was scheduled to start. And I'm like, you bastard. Because <laughs> <laughs> they cut the line like half an hour before the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. thing. You know what else so. I did at one Comic-Con? I faked an injury and got a wheelchair and cut in. <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. I wanted to see who, who's playing Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yay. <laughs> He went in as a cast member of uh, Turn Off the Dark. Yeah. Oh. That'd be a fun costume. Uh, turn, turn, turn off, off the, the dark, Spidey. Yeah. Be all, yeah. Turn off the workman's comp. Turn off the workman's comp. What's their workman's comp again? What is it? Back teen and a bag of frozen peas. And a bag of frozen peas. Do we have any swag we could send to some first person to send us a picture of them in their body cast painted up like a Spider-Man costume? You will get an ugly couch show t-shirt or something. Oh, my God. Don't go starting contests if you want to finish. You want to set it up. I'll be glad to... If you want to run, you know the rules now, Kirsten. No K at uglycouchshow.com, so you can't send it to me. We'll have to correct that before he causes too much damage. That's funny. Well, anything else you want to send off to our very loyal and happy listeners? I will say one last thing, and because I mean, I wouldn't call it a hate thing. I'm very disappointed that it seems like uh the show terra nova is not going to get a second season because even though they've been averaging excuse me averaging 10 million viewers an episode because of the costs of the episode (laughs) and because lower cost shows are actually doing a little bit better not by a lot but doing marginally better Mm -hmm. um it's looking like they're going to cancel it and uh I, i thought it was a very intriguing idea 
I thought, they had a two I thought it got season, better as it went by. I thought they had a two-season guarantee. But uh, no? the, the, the last article I just read today said it looks like they're not going to get a second a ne- second crap. season. Because, so. yeah, I, I've, been, I've been hanging in with Terra Nova, and, and just, you know, part of my thing has been that they... Okay, for those of you who don't know, Brandon Braga was one of the creators, and Renee Echeverria uh, is one of the staff writers. Yeah. And these are both old Star Trek writers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and a lot of what I was not liking about the show was that they were doing Star Trek episodes on it. They did this mm-hmm. one whole episode where they ran across memory-destroying spores, and I'm like, Yeah, I remember really? that. Really? Holy the, crap. That was the last <laughs> In fact, that was the last episode I watched before I said, I don't think I'm... Yeah, wow. well, I, I hung Brandon with it. Braga ran out of ideas after the Borg. Forget yeah, yeah. But, having said that, I stuck with it because I like a lot of the characters and all this type of stuff, and I like the basic thing and they finally did something and I don't want to give any spoilers out but they finally did something on the Is on there the, a dinosaur in there? There's there's dinosaurs throughout the season. <laughs> yeah. They finally did something in the in the sort of, you know, fall season ender that I was like, "Yes, thank you." Because of course the other thing was reset button, which again is an old Star Trek thing. It's something horrible's happening. Oh, I mean they had this one great episode where where this, you know, Giant meteorite came crashing through and caused an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse. Well, they're stuck in the past. I'm like, oh, that's great. Everything's destroyed. No, they have a magic machine that was shielded that can make all their microchips. Come on. Yeah. Break stuff. Well, they still had to repair that <laughs> yeah. machine. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they no, at I least agree. gave us break that stuff. much. It wasn't like, haha, this machine can re- magically repair all of our devices. Break well, it yeah. 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 But I mean, I mean, but then it became like a MASH episode. Yeah. Well, I'll give you this if you give me this, yeah. and I'll give you this if you give me... It's like, I've seen that episode on MASH before. Yep, yeah. But they did a thing, like I say, on the season ender that was like, okay, if you stick to that, you've now made this show very interesting. Yeah. That's, that's an improv rule, and I, I had to teach that with my students. It's like, you know, you get an idea in your head, and you, and you want to build towards this idea. And I think Lost really suffered from this a lot, too. It's mm-hmm. like, build this idea, build this idea, build this idea. Well, we dare not activate or have the idea happen because God knows that's the end of the scene. Yeah. Wrong. That's the beginning of the scene. Right. Make the idea happen. Do the consequential thing. Yeah. Break the technology. Kill the character. Right. Fall off the cliff. Now what that's, happens? Yeah. Now. Now yeah. we see the story. Yeah. But if you continue to hold that out there like a dangly carrot, yeah. you, your and, horse will die. And the last few episodes, Terra Nova did a couple of things like that. They killed a character. So yeah. I'm not going to say who. They killed a character. Was it the dinosaur guy? They killed a couple of characters. It was a dinosaur rider. They killed a couple of characters. Yeah, that's I true. Was they, shocked. Yeah, was they like, killed oh. a couple of characters. And, and then they did this thing. But they did leave themselves a safety net for the doing the thing. But the safety net is could be a cool idea. And I'm just... So, but I'm, I'm sad yeah. that it sounds like they're not going to get a second. Yeah, season. and I, I just thought it, it's something with a lot of potential. I mean, and it is, as I said, it started to get better as the season was drawing to a close. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of room for them to do this, but, it, and, and certainly with the amount of garbage that's on TV right now, it, it's a show that could do well. And, and the ratings are there. That's the thing yeah. I, I hate. It's like the ratings are there. But they're probably gonna. Nix How much it. can uh, this is awful for a media geek uh, uh, to even qu- ask? And I probably should have keep my mouth shut and check on the internet later. But you said ten million. Some shows are they're doing averaging, better. Yeah. Broadcast, broadcast yeah. television. What is considered? 
what is considered a, a hit? What kind well, of number? Like, Ten million's a pretty good number. Ten these million's days. a pretty good number. A hit is like in that twelve to fourteen million range. Okay, all right. Um, I guess this last season of Two and a Half Men had a huge jump when they brought Ashton Kutcher in. I've heard so that, that is now considered a hit because they're averaging like twelve million an episode. Yeah. All right, all right. It's like something like a. Tw- they said it was like a twenty-five percent bump over last year's numbers mm-hmm. everyone loves a good car wreck yeah well yeah. and that's i think that's the thing everybody's looking to see right now if that show is going to be any better now that charlie sheen is gone mm-hmm. and i think then they feeling old that, steve from I, the days of I think uh, I, 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 I this is this kills me because yeah back in the day if you're because i i used to i used to because I thought I was going to going to go into film and television uh, production as a career, I would I would look at the Nielsen ratings when they would come out, like every Wednesday, I think it was, and and man, yeah, shows would get canceled if they didn't have like between fifteen and twenty million viewers a week. You had yeah. a hit if you had like thirty or forty million uh, every every yeah. week, mm-hmm. and it was just like and so yeah, but it's like comics, you know. I remember. Well, yeah. you know, when the DC 52 thing came out, they're like, are these comics have broken the 100,000 mark? These comics have broken the 200,000 mark. And I'm like, that's when comics used to get canceled back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Well, it's because there's so much more competition. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's. Oh, I know. It's our, just, our, well, I'm just saying that for our viewers' sake. I mean, we all know because. For yeah. those of you watching the show right now, we're sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this our moment explains for, sorry you, by for the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. For the, sake. For the those those uh, enthusiasts out there. Thank you, '80s the famous Paul. <laughs> I don't see any correction. Where is your correction? <laughs> <laughs> What's Oh, One last thing I want to quickly throw out there. Go to Tor.com. Tor is a science fiction yeah. fantasy publisher. Their blog, their uh, website, they they talk about a lot of shows. They also have science fiction fantasy blog where people come on and talk. And they offer free stories. Yay, there stories. Is, there is one, one story that I saw. It attracted my attention because it is an awesome oil painting. Not full-on Coca-Cola Santa Claus, but a slightly more archaic, but very strongly suggestive picture of Santa Claus holding a broadsword. <laughs> and a suggestive. The title of the, uh, the short story is If Dragon's Mass Eve Be Cold and Clear. And it's by a, a writer named Ken Scholes. And uh, one of the lines from it is, the Santa Man came, reeking of love for this place, and we did not know him. And it's, wow. it's a strange, wow. apocalyptic, something that happened along. Cool. And it actually is very, and that picture alone, I love that picture. <laughs> Go to Tor.com, uh, right up on the top header, they actually have their story role. You'll see the beautiful picture of Santa. Click on that, read the story. That's, uh, That's my, cool. my Klingon character all around the holiday times. When people <laughs> people would talk to Voha about Santa Claus. And Voha, oh, I remember that. Voha thought the world of Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> like, Is it true that this, this man is dressed in a suit of crimson. <laughs> and at his command is a herd of flying beasts. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing him doing this. You know, in like, the, like, in court. What, a, what a truly worthy adversary he would be <laughs> to meet such a man in combat. He can magically levitate through through chimneys. <laughs> Incredible. And what was the other line? He's like, he can traverse the entire yeah, he planet. he can traverse the entire planet in a single night. 
a single night. <laughs> that is beyond light speed. <laughs> beyond the capabilities of warp drive. <laughs> that uh, one and your your thing about the kiss. Uh, kiss yeah, because we wore the big pla- we wore big platform boots as Klingons to give us extra height, so people would always uh, think we had you know well are you in kiss and and, and so Voha had picked picked pieces of information up about Kiss. And like, oh, I have heard of this uh, this Kiss, uh, the Gene Simons, yes, a great warrior, good at, good with an axe, yes? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah he, he, he apparently leads an army. I would, I would, I would beat him in battle. Like one, one time he goes, he goes, dresses as a demon and commands a mighty army. Yeah. <laughs> See, you guys got all that. We just got, I what the fuck is you? We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just got your damn ears torn off is what you got. <laughs> I got, hey, you R2-D2? Where's, hey, where's Chewbacca? Hey, butthead. <laughs> hey, butthead. What's hey, going on, butthead? Oh, hey, rubber Christ. butthead. You're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Max Grinchek and uh, Armand Shimmerman. Sang that song. It was pretty funny. Oh man, rubber butthead, you're no fun. I, I, I can't. I can't watch. I'm watching DS9 again on on uh, Netflix, and I, every time I see him, I just that song comes into play. <laughs> yeah, those poor guys. It's. I'm watching the first couple episodes. Nobody sounds like them. Oh, I, yeah. No, nobody sounds like themselves. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. They Cisco, found- Cisco is not doing Cisco yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, What's it? Uh, Odo doesn't sound. Yeah, a thing Odo, like Odo sounds weird. He sounds very angry. He all just the sounds. Time. He just yeah. sounds normal. That sounds like a normal guy talking. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Kira? Kira's terrible. She's worse in the early seasons. I mean, I always hated her, but she's terrible in these early seasons. Just garbage. Yeah. Barf. That yeah. You say Stein definitely fell into the Star Trek is no good in the first two seasons. Oh boy, man. Woo. Yeah. Now you want some good Avery Brooks. You've seen the Captains, haven't you? Oh yeah. God, he's great. He's great. I he loved it in that. Crazy, crazy man. man. I just watched. Crazy. I just watched the episode Tosk. Uh, okay, it's not called Tosk, but with the Tosk yeah. guy, uh-huh. mm-hmm. O'Brien carries that show. Oh yeah, he's carrying that show the and whole he's time. In, uh, he's in. He's <laughs> in uh, Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels. So good. He always plays angry guy. Yeah, he's good though. It's funny. Yeah, no, O'Brien is like his most all mellow, laid back character he plays. I remember him in Under Siege. He was. I was just like. Fun. Mm. An angry uh, mercenary. Uh-huh. I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got I've got the commitments in my Netflix queue oh, just yeah. because Coleman is in that. Oh, yeah. I have, you have to see that movie and I've heard he's, it's great. He's good and get him to the Greek. He's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he plays I, plays Russell Brand's dad. I like that when, movie. when they share a Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like some, <laughs> so good. I like that Why movie. Why do you call it a Jeffrey? <laughs> I like, it's kind of nice, and then I assume, oh, it's just Jeffrey. I like that movie better when it was called My Favorite Year, but that's, that's oh, just oh, bang bang Stroke the furry wall, Biggs. Stroke the furry wall. So. Uh, actually, uh, talking about Star Trek, I was going to mention something else I thought was really good this year. And then, uh, has anyone seen Trek Nation? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. We had was, an interview with uh, yeah. Uh, with yeah Rod, on the thing. And uh, but then I need to get back to him because uh, I finally got to see it. And it it was it was awesome. Yeah, it's really and good. You're in yeah, it. Really and so uh, is uh, April and, Hello and April and, and Tom and. Uh, I, think, I, only I, think remember, I swear I saw you in the background somewhere, Kirsten. I may have been because I was around when he was doing that filming. That was yeah. like one of the first years I was well, out there. Well, they did. Like I was, I was, I was pissed that 
God yeah. damn it, yeah. I'm sick of us being thrown in with the the the, with the regular with the cosplay montages. And, I, and I'm wondering because, you know, they had us fill out all <laughs> kinds of paperwork. I'm wondering if in the intervening 10 years since they shot that stuff, yeah. that they just forgot that we were actually got paid to put on rubber foreheads and walk around. But well, yeah. I'll ask him next time I talk to him. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it it is kind of sad. And I, and I agree with you on that. But again, they've spent near 11 years putting this thing together <laughs> yeah um actually the the project's been uh in his mind for much longer than that but i i think 11 12 years is where it took him to actually get and it very to the very point where vulnerable it's very 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 open yeah and kind of, yeah, kind of works and all so i remember as... people complaining because because you know oh my god that roddenberry kid was just such a Blah, blah. And I was just like, well, I wonder what this was. And I'm watching him, and he's doing the thing where he's walking around, and he, uh, you know, oh, so-and-so, who's that? And then he's like, just kidding, just kidding. And I was like, okay, I can see where people would start making those comments yeah, yeah. about him. But he was also totally throwing that out there. It's not like he was really hiding anything or covering that up. And I no. respected him for that. And also the father angle, yeah. for my obvious personal reasons, him going through that little search was actually very, very affecting. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, you've made the great point. He, he's very open. Like I, I had conversations with him before we started an interview and then even after the interview. And I mean, the guy will answer any question you put to him. I mm -hmm. mean, about his dad, about his mom, about yeah. growing up. I mean, he... He will literally not censor himself. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, when they talked in the part about you know his father's flandry, and, right? That's and he was just say, very open with thing. it. He's yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, it's part of who he was. So you know, why why hide from it? And yeah, I and like, I mean, that's they had the thing where where Gene Kuhn was really kind of one of the was really beside from Roddenberry was the other guy that really kind of shaped Star Trek. And yeah. Then, the whole thing with Dorothy Fontana. Said, yeah, yeah, where I, she said I that they, they left on on less than <laughs> than desirable terms, and yeah. I was I was shocked because I didn't even know that. Right. Yeah. Right. I that mean, was new to me. I was like, whoa! Because she just went, no, no, we, I she, hate him. I was like, yeah. oh, she was sad when he died, but I mean, at the same time, she's like, we did not part on on good terms. I was like, whoa, really? Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah. I'm glad they included that stuff. So that, no, that was very good. That was very good. And uh, yeah, you're right, Steve. That's a good thing to bring up for a like this year because that uh, finally coming out and watching yeah. it was actually. Uh, and uh, awesome. it's funny because I I think with the amount of footage he has, he could probably do a sequel to that yeah. very easily. Well, Scott Colthorpe has been showing uh, on YouTube. He's been having. Uh, Track Nation, the director's cut, and he's been showing all the stuff that they had to cut and everything. Okay. Yeah, they well, heck, they turned out. that footage over to Vernon, they could get two or three uh, that's more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, and then the last thing is the BBC Sherlock. Uh, I, I thought it was really that's awesome. uh, it, yeah. great. Oh, I saw it when it was first on because oh, I was like, moment. And again, second season for that coming up pretty it's soon. It's coming. It's yeah. great. Oh, I can't wait What's the that. guy's name who played, uh, who played Tim in the original office? And uh, he's, uh, he's Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. He's going to be. Bilbo. Bilbo. Bilbo, yeah. Baby Bilbo. Well, thank you so much for joining us in this year-end edition of Geek Shock. Oh, my Extra God. Extra long oh God. year end. How could I have forgotten this? Quick thing. What? Pinball Effects 2. Oh, I meant to say that, too. Yeah. yeah especially the new downloadable. How do we forget about Marvel that? Because you know it's so obvious, because it's so awesome. Yep, it is. Yeah, if you don't own new... this for Xbox Live, what the fuck are you doing those with Those new Marvel tables are <laughs> the it. shit. I've been playing a fuck out of that X-Men table. Hell, yeah. God, it's good. I don't they play that on Big Bang Theory? They do! Thank you so much for joining this last year. And of course, next year we got it continues on every week. We will bring, go back to our format of bringing you the best in geek news. But until then, 
I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlarg. Filthy assholes. <laughs> I just had 80s. to put it in there. Famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. And Professor Biggs. Thanks again. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. 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 Talk to you next week. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Tara. Thanks, Ferrar. Thanks, Magic Dude. Thanks, Jen from Stakeout. Thanks, Plan Anthony. For them. Thank you all. Thanks, Anthony. all our super fans. Absolutely. Indeed. Anthony for doing the, the best of. Mm. Awesome. Aunt Donner and Dancer. Everybody for <laughs> passing Shut the word. Dave Raider Juice, thank you so much. Yes, if we haven't said your name. Oh, Shatner I saw the Dave Raider on the street a couple days ago. Nice. Yeah, yeah it was really fun. He can walk the life. entire planet in a yep. single evening. A single day. <laughs> a single day. And don't forget to plan for the Mayan apocalypse. Yep. One year. Man, if you plan for the Mayan apocalypse, you failed. To plan for the Mayan apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>